What's up, you fellow drunk fucks? Before we get into this fabulous episode, here's a little word from our sponsors. Laughable 2.1.4 is finally out. Still only available for iOS. Sorry, Android users. That'll be coming soon. Um, What's new on this latest Laughable is you can finally click on links that are listed in the information regarding that podcast. Um, And as always, you uh, can always subscribe not only to your favorite podcast, but also to your favorite artists. And the other new thing are the push notifications where you can uh, set that on and any podcast that you subscribe to or artists that you subscribe to will now finally pop up on your handy dandy phone. This week, make sure to check the episode notes for Cruz's upcoming appearance in Las Vegas. That's right. I'll be dancing Labor Day weekend, September 1st and 2nd in Las Vegas at Little Darlings. Asian Invasion coming at you. Make sure you come out and give me all your money. Just most of it. Most of it, yeah. Yeah. Like 99% of it. We want to make sure you can make it home to hear the next episode. True. Also, yes. And if you don't want to listen to us on Laughable, you can always listen to us on DemonSeedRadioNetwork.com at 515 Pacific, 815 Eastern. Replays on Fridays. There's also a lot of other awesome shows on Demon Seed Radio. Yeah, like, do you like tits? I mean. Yeah. Pwned by girls. There's a lot of, like, gaming shit going on. There's, there's the Poem by Girls podcast. There's a lot of awesome podcasts on there, so make sure you check it out. That's DemonSeedRadioNetwork.com. This week, our guest... <laughs> I swear we're sober. I swear. Oh, God. Why is it always easier when we're drunk? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, anyways. But this week's episode is Tim Woodman, the pro-villain. The pro-villain. He is a professional villain, exactly how his name sounds. And we talk a lot about metal, um, his villainy... We actually didn't, we tried to get into metal and then it just kept Yeah, actually, sidetracked. also true. Yes. I guess you just have to listen to it. <laughs> we even talked about, talked about murder porn, but legitimate murder porn, not like what we talked about in Charlotte's episode, you know, that right. kind of murder porn, different kind of murder porn. Different kind of murder porn. People survive this murder porn. People sur- actually survive this murder porn. God, they're like, do I really want to listen to this episode? You really should though. So you it's actually, it. it was a ton of fun. He brought a lot of tequila. Yeah, we did tequila this time. So tune in. Well, just keep listening. <laughs> I swear we're sober. Enjoy, guys. I didn't realize we were having Bobcat in the studio. <laughs> Shit, we get real celebrities. Woo, woo, woo. So, make with the tequila, pour for pour. Here comes the tequila. We're going to do some tequila shots. We're back to tequila. We are back to tequila. I'm scared. You were off tequila at some point. We mostly drink whiskey, but we we always drink own. whiskey. But we did have we do have a sponsor that uh, Ghost Tequila. Shout out to Ghost Tequila. Ghost Tequila. Yeah, oh, so yeah. it was ghost pepper infused tequila. Oh, I saw that. I saw that on my way here, actually. And then I went, eh, I'm not going to take a risk on something I've not imbibed and piss off my hosts, because then you'll make farting noises during my jokes. Oh, no, we would have actually You're going to do that really anyway? Happy. Oh, yeah, because spicy margaritas are the best with that shit. Oh, yeah, but I can make that at home. I could just put the pepper in the tequila. 
It's actually a really smooth tequila. It is a smooth I, no, tequila. No, I believe you. I'm not it does to have make an, fun of your sponsors. It, it's no. got it's got like a, a little kick aftertaste. You know. There we go. Yeah, it's got a little a little bite as aftertaste. All right. Well, with oh. all due re- oh, there you go. Cruise. Oh. All due respect to your sponsors. Today's show is brought to us by Casamigos. Not that I'm a friend of George Clooney, but it's some fucking good tequila. Is this George so. Clooney's tequila? He owns oh, part of it. Former yeah. tequila. He sold it. But he sold it already. Ah, like a billion dollars. I'm so. Uh, that must suck. Out of the fucking loop. <laughs> I take half of that in cash. But it's good stuff. He pulled an entourage. He pulled the fucking turtle. That's funny. <laughs> okay, sure. Well, salut. Salute. Salud. Nostrovia. Yay for drinking. Yay, drinking. Cheers. We actually did oh, clink. I don't know if you can hear that on a fucking microphone. There we go. Lean into it. Not over the laptop. Oh. Just, just like porn sex. Lean into it. Not over the laptop. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Oh, God, I'm going to hate my life after this. Mm. I have to do an audition after this, and I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be angry. <laughs> it's tequila. You might be an angry drunk. I have to drive home after well, this. Well, the character is kind of a badass. I was like, should I take the piercings out and hide? You know, because usually when I go to auditions, I, you know, I can make myself look prim and proper. But for this role. I want to believe you, but the, I've never seen. Yeah, I know, right? Any it's kind of hard. Believe it or not, I have I have done a couple of auditions where I had to be like, I'm the nice one, whatever. But um, for this role, when I read the script and the character, I was like, oh, I could totally. She's a badass, man. She's angry. Yeah, let's fucking keep the look. Anyways, cheers, guys. <laughs> Excellent. You're falling behind. There it goes. For the folks drinking at home, that is our first shot of the evening. Not that we normally keep track for you people, but maybe we should start. <laughs> oh, she's staying hydrated. That's like cheating and shit. I didn't know water. Oh, I didn't know water to. was an option. I sweat at all of it. I was at a shoot today. I was at a bonded shoot today, and the guy. I finished up, and the camera guy's like, "You want to go get some Chipotle?" I'm like, "Well, I've never actually done that, but if you're buying, I'll eat whatever the fuck they have there." He's like, "Let's just walk. It's just down the street." Fifteen minutes later, in blistering sunlight, striding down, and I don't. No. I don't know if you could tell looking at me. I'm not like a sun worshiping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like dripping sweat, and then we get there, and Chipotle's actually pretty good, and it's like healthy and shit. You've never had Chipotle before? No, I figured it was Taco Bell in disguise, and I'm oh, trying God. to eat healthy. We live in Los Angeles. You can get real Mexican food here. Why would you well, ever no, eat that, Chipotle? Well, no, that's true. I just, I'm cooked, No, that, that's mostly. very, very true. I agree, but like a lot, of, well, I mean, I guess some <clears> people have at least tried it once, but you've never had it before. I'd never had Chipotle. I, just, I, I stopped eating out for the most part. I cook. That's good. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I did some, some, some meal cook. grocery shopping the other day, finally. And uh, uh, I have a new roommate. Is this our and, normal level of sexiness right here? And he uh, and sweating on the way. To uh, yeah. <laughs> he he like never cooks, so I was like, I'm gonna fucking cook. So now I'm like back to eating healthy because I've been eating like shit for like the past month. So if I show you the fresh test that I had yesterday, can I share your water? <laughs> You're funny. Here, have some. That's you hilarious. It? Oh, there's some in there. Like, fuck. Yeah. I'm gonna she doesn't re- have a current test. She's retired. Yeah, I trust your cooties. <laughs> I don't know. I know where she's been. Oh, What's a God. couple cold Let's sores between talk friends? about that. What? What's a couple cold sores between friends, right? Isn't that really funny, though? Like, being in the business? Like, you, you, you now, when, you know, like... When you when you're with other people in the industry and you're like, hey, can I have a swig of that soda? I'll show you my you know, test. Like, I'll show you my test. Yeah, show you my test. It's clean. You can't unlearn what we've learned, and civilians <laughs> are dirty. Yes, yes, they are. That's true. Civilians are dirty. Get tested or keep it in your fucking pants. It's true. It's very true. 
Even when I even when I stopped performing for a hot minute, you know, I mean, okay, I don't perform now, but I was gonna say, when did you but, not? What? But, but there was a period. <laughs> there was a period like four years ago where I stopped. This interview's performing. gonna change. And um, actually, wait, good example. Um, wait, no, that's not a good example. A different tramp age happened. Anyways, I um, I always <laughs> continue because because of how often I was having sex. I constantly um, got tested just so I could yeah. make sure everything's on point. You not that I'm not, not that I'm unsafe because you know I am, but still, you guilt your partners shit happens into it. And, you know, blah. Testing is guilting your partners into doing the same. We don't need a cure for any STI. We just need twelve billion tests. Yeah, I hate the people that have the mindset of like, oh, it's fine because I've met people in the industry. Well, years ago, it's it's been like I don't know a decade since I've, this incident happened. I remember meeting a couple and they were like, oh yeah, you know, I got this thing, so he probably has it, so we're just going to take pills for it. And I'm like, yeah, but yeah. you guys should, because the one partner was not in the business right? and she was, so I was like, you should have your partner get tested anyways, that way, you know, but anyways, okay, we don't want to go down this path. No, okay. no, <laughs> no, like dark, this ain't sexy road. either. I mean, we keep going down dark a, paths a, and whatnot. Nitty underside. Nobody wants to know this about our life. Let, let's let's talk about how we met, though, because we were just talking about this off can, off mic. I cyber stalked you for a while. <laughs> Back when Twitter was a new thing, I was like, "Who is this chick?" And I I don't remember how you came into my timeline, but I'm like, she seems like a badass. <laughs> Annie fucking Cruz, that's cool. I like that. And then this dude Ed hired me to be your red shirt, basically. I was yeah. A, I was your villain thug, and I so lost a fight to some, like, I, Nicole I to, Oring or somebody. I, I'm actually glad we're going to talk about this for a minute because we haven't really talked about this. Um, we've talked about so many different things, porn-related, <clears> whatever, but, like, as far as fetish goes, there is a fetish for, like, you know, and Matt, you could probably appreciate this, for, like, superheroine, supervillain oh, yeah. type oh, yeah, shit. yeah, So, like, Huge. you know, and the whole purpose for it, like, it's not necessarily porn, right? Because it's, like, a lot of it, well, let me it's rephrase. It's porn in that people it's, jack it's off to It's porn it. in that people jack off to it's but there's no hardcore. But there's no hardcore. Not necessarily. I've done a lot of superheroine. And I, I did a lot of superheroine video. stuff where there was no actual, like, even if it was girl-girl, there was no yeah, any form of, like, um, like, swapping of any kind of fluids. It was just straight, like, the most that would happen, tits come out. And yeah. that's about it. Um, Tits are almost always a given. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, but um, even touching them is not a guarantee. Yeah, exactly. Not it's like, fetish. oh, it's almost almost like a humiliation thing, really. A lot of the superhero mm-hmm. stuff I did, because I always play the bad guy. Yeah. You're just talking you about, the villain? Yeah, Never. I always play the bad guy. <laughs> Never. And it's always, like, I always remain clothed, and then the girl that's like the, the heroine that I have in my cl- my evil clutches, you know, I, I rip her top off, and it's like, oh, look, Batgirl has her titties fucking hanging out now. Ha-ha. And it's like... Neener, neener. It's, it's like, I don't do anything to it, but it's like a form of humiliation. But anyways... This is, we're on the same... We've always been on the same team. That's why we never oh, worked yeah. together, and that's, and that's we're both exactly, villains. And that's exactly how we met. Yeah. I, I was playing this character called the Scorpion. Right. Um, where I have this like magical ring that gives me my superpowers and stuff, and um, I think I was thug number one. And in you the were credits, thug probably. number one. You were like my number two. You were like my 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 henchman. You're my henchman. I my created a whole henchman. villain hierarchy one time that goes from like thug to henchman to villain to criminal mastermind to evil genius. I, I had like a spreadsheet of all the ranks of villain. There is a rank. I made it all up. I mean, you are cool. pro villain, so you yeah. know what you're talking about when it comes to that kind yeah. of shit. Yeah. Which doesn't mean I have a budget. It just means I take myself seriously. <laughs> I don't think I. Professional mindset, no budget. <laughs> I honestly don't think I've ever played the good guy, ever. I've never played a good guy. I've Would never you know played... how to if you were offered the role? No. Nah. I just, nah. No. It's not who I am. No, I just, I had to think about it for a minute. I was like, have I ever been on the other side before? No, I haven't. I've always played the bad guy. Even with wrestling, like the pro yeah. style wrestling stuff. 
I've only ever played like the heel. <laughs> yeah. But that's the most fun. It is the, the most it's fun. It's the good job. You it die at the, the end, but, but you get the, the thing, girl first. Like with the pro style wrestling stuff, like I grew a fan base from it because they were they like ha- they loved hating me. They're yeah. like I was like exactly. the one person they just loved to hate. Star Wars without Darth Vader is just an incestuous exactly. love story. Exactly, and I'm Team Dark Side, FYI. Fuck I don't know yeah. if I've ever mentioned that on this podcast before, but I am. So <laughs> I'm betting you have. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Sometimes don't fuck. That's true. Wait, we yeah. had this conversation, didn't yeah. we? About the whole thing behind, like the good guys live happily, af- and happily ever after, but they don't actually get the sex. No, we, we get don't. the sex. We sometimes die at the end of the movie, but we get the sex. <laughs> I did die at the end of. I died. Aiden Starr kissed me to death. Really? That's Wait, the way was, to go. She put on poison lipstick and kissed me, and I died at the end of the movie with Aiden Starr. Was that what movie brilliant? was that? It was called Treacherous. She produced it. It was a couple oh, of years shit. ago, five okay. six years ago. Yeah, I love Aiden it was Starr. Awesome. But you I got have. to grab her by the throat and stick my tongue down her throat first, which I don't think a lot of people can say that. Yeah, that's true. Because especially because Aiden, Aiden Star, because like, Aiden Star is like that's she's top dog. She's, she's a force to be reckoned with. She is a force of nature for sure. Yeah, like Aiden so Star. Oh. Aiden Star is amazing tits. Oh God, her amazing natural tits. Oh my tits. fucking God, her they are a work of art. Natural, amazing natural tits. They truly are. are. <laughs> Aiden Star's tits. Shot number two for those keeping track at home. Lord have mercy. Mm. How am I going to do this fucking audition? Anyway. This is smooth as shit. I like Don Julio better, but it's spicier. This is very smooth. No, it's good. It's oh, very yeah, good. Casamigos. I've had this stuff before. It's good stuff. We were saying before that we rolled mics that Casamigos before. is one of the few that I like all three generations of. Usually you either like the Blanco but hate the Añejo. Or the 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 replica is okay, but the other two are terrible. This any one of them is fine. They're all. Are you good. more of a blanco tequila kind of guy? Tequila, tequila. No, it's brand by brand. I like Don Julio Blanco. I like Corlejo Añejo. Okay. Uh, Corzo is good. All three in that funky square bottle. Corzo is fucking evil tequila. That's good. But usually, I only like one version of each one. Okay. You know? Okay. Are you a fan of Mezcal at all? Not really. I've yeah, had two. They both tasted smoky. like I had licked a tire that had driven across yeah, the desert. Yeah, it's very smoky. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's, def- it's definitely a uh, an acquired taste. It must it's like be. scotch. Ugh. Oh yeah, scotch. <laughs> I'm I'm fairly new to the whiskey world in general. I've found a couple that I like, but I'm not a connoisseur. I'm like trusting my friend's judgment. What What have you found that you like so far? There is a Japanese whiskey called Nika. It's made out of the Scotch coffee still. Not coffee or beverage. Really the last name, C-O-F-F-E-Y. Scot- it's like 60 uh, bucks at Trader Joe's. Fucking oh, tasty. Okay. Yeah, all the Japanese whiskeys are really good, but they're all scotches, so I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, fair enough. When I taste them, I'm like, I understand this is a quality whiskey. But it's not to your taste. But it is not to my palate. There's yeah, nothing completely. wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I figured out that bourbon and I are bitter enemies. Apparently, bourbon is a good guy drink because villains can't drink it. No, it's no, not. No, the, it's no, not because no, no. I like bourbon. It's not the proof. It's something about the sweet. I've never had a hangover in my life, and the two times I drunk bourbon, I got fucking sick. I'm like, all right, really? Stop that! Really? Stop that! It doesn't agree with my blood. So I feel like we fan. should have broke out the bourbon tonight. I'm really glad you didn't. Nah. I, I do have to drive home. I'm like, that's how also did my car get in this tree. <laughs> I didn't know it could fly. Future problems. Yeah, that's for later dealing with. Exactly. No, I had good. I had Bulit. It's a really good bourbon. And I had something else. Or it might have been more Bulit. My memory is kind of unclear. 
of that time period. And I just horked all over the place. I don't get sick. Villains is part of our deal with the devil. We don't get hangovers and we don't get sick. At least True. I don't. Part of my deal anyway. Actually, that explains why I rarely ever get hangovers. But he was like, you know, Bourbon, that's not part of the deal. I was like, blah! And it just killed me. You need to renegotiate your deal. <laughs> I, guess I think so. that, yeah, because like, okay, like I, I almost never get hungover. And then like I went to Comic Con, what, two weekends ago now or something? Jesus, was yeah, it? Yeah, two weekends ago. And um, fucking what's it called? Uh, I was mixing my liquor because they were like, oh, you know, we have we have this, we have that, so we have vodka. And I don't outside. like vodka, but then I was like, fine, I'll drink vodka. Hey, and free, I, is, free, free is good. Free is good. Just, yeah. I don't get a lot of free booze. Honestly. Tits, no tits. tits. Yeah, that's no the big tits. difference. I'm a villain, but I, was I got no tits of my own. They're like, we have a whole plethora of alcohol here. I was like, I'll take two, please. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. See, what you, gotta redu- what you have to do is recruit tits that will grab the alcohol for you. Exactly. I, I need minions. You got to have a bitch that's like, okay, you're going to come with me and you're going to fuck, you know, it's like an operation. Well, you my know sweetie, saying? one, doesn't drink and two, retired from porn a decade ago. Oh, wow. So that doesn't help me any. Well, she can order the drinks for you. She won't. Oh, really? She won't. She's not, my, she's not my damsel. She's, she's kind of, at best, we're equals, and she's like doesn't take shit from me. So. <laughs> she's like, I'm not fucking getting that drink for you. No. Get it yourself. She's, she indulges me, but not in that way. She's my damsel, like when we're in the bedroom. I'll tie her up and, you know, rape her at knife point and all that fun stuff. But Ooh, I just did that recently. That. <laughs> in the bathtub. Yoo-hoo. You tied somebody up and raped them with a knife? No, I was in the bathtub. Lawrence um, asked me if I trusted him, and then he took a blade. To, he made me close my eyes, and he took nice. a blade to, and you know, it takes a little, you know, for me to be like, okay, yeah, sure. Um, he's the only person for the record that I've been able to like submit to like that, wow. like the only, first, excuse me, the first and only. And um, he like started running it on my throat, and then all the way all over my body, and I was like. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good thing you were in a tub and got kind of wet. Yeah. yeah. I was like, are you going to drown me in this, this tub? Is my, this, this is, is how Cruz dies. Holy shit. Not going to lie. That kind of crossed my mind for like a split second. I was like, what? He's like, do you trust me? And I'm like, I guess so. And then, and then I didn't drown and I didn't die. So if you had, that would have been a better story of how I got my third co-host than you getting hit by a train while talking on the tracks in San Diego. True. Oh my God. Sure. I did do that. Didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're leaving Comic-Con, and she runs into someone she knows, and literally is standing on the train tracks, talking to the person and, as the train is coming. And then okay. everybody, and then the, the, the road stop. people, It'll whatever stop. the fuck you want to call them, they're like, they're like, you need to move, and we're like, oh shit. Oh yeah, huh, this train, they don't and stop. The worst part about it is me and Vance have crossed the tracks, are turning around like, yeah, this is how Cruz dies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's so yeah. many of those moments, though, and that's how Cruz died. Do we help or her or that's do how we flip Cruz out the cell phones and tape it? Cause... Almost died. <laughs> the, the cell phones came out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We need footage of this shit for sure. No one will believe this shit. No. Mm. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't. <laughs> I should go to Comic-Con, but I, I just don't like people very much. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. I actually just posted something about this on Facebook. I found a really good article because... I've been going to Comic-Con for years and years and years before it was like, became so mainstream yeah. and like the studios took over. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if it was you, Matt, that I was telling this to, because it was your first Comic-Con, right? Yep. It was his first Comic-Con. Now, you know how the badges, you have to scan yourself in? Um, 
they only just started doing that like two, three years ago, if that. I feel because, like it blew up about three years because ago. Because when I went three, I remember three years ago when I went, there was none of this fucking scan your thing in it and out. Because the reason why is because, I mean, I always had a legitimate badge, but I had friends that would sneak in. They would have a friend go in and grab somebody else's badge that was like working a booth that's already going to be in there, come back out with their badge, and they would just put it on because they don't check. But they, they color code it. Like if it's a four-day pass... Okay, it's a four-day pass. And if it's like a Saturday, then they know to look for yellow or whatever. If it's yeah. Sunday, they look, you know. So they don't have time. There's so many fucking people that go to this goddamn thing that they don't have time to check IDs and whatever. They, they're looking for color codes on the badges and stuff. So a lot of times, my friends would just sneak in and out with like somebody else's badge. Um, so just recently, two, three years ago, they started doing the whole, you're going to have to scan your thing in and scan your thing out. And I'm like, what? This is new. Not that I care because I always have a legitimate badge, but no, I'm like, damn, it's keeping all the people from sneaking in. Technology. Well, yeah. Cause everyone does that at AVN. Oh yeah, exactly. So, That's but, so but the whole point, saying, can I borrow the your whole, badge? The whole <laughs> point no, we'll is that like Comic-Con has just gotten way too overcrowded, man. Yeah. Like... It's bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, even on Sunday, it was hard getting around. Yeah, and Sunday is like the slower days. I was like, oh, Sunday, you know, like, I go every year, and I'm like, oh, Sunday's always a slow day. I don't like dressing up on Sundays because I want to, like, utilize the time to shop because Sundays at Comic-Con is when people start putting their shit at the booth for, like, discounted price because yeah, they're like... I don't want to carry at home prices. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to dress up. I mean, whatever. But then I had a photographer friend that was like, hey, I'm shooting pictures for this fucking site. You know, it's huge. You might want to fucking show up. And I was like, fuck. So I threw my costume on and then I was like, what the fuck? It's crowded today. Like, what the shit, man? No, I feel like if I didn't want to be, if I wanted to be in public and not recognized and feel bad about it, that's what AVN is for. I don't need to go to Comic-Con. Yeah, Comic-Con, I can't. Well, it sucks for me because Comic-Con, my fan base, you know, a lot of them go to Comic-Con and I can't walk five feet without someone fucking being like, and here's, and here's, even when I'm not in costume, and here's, and here's. Uh, again, tits, no tits. I, I got My fan base today. is like six guys in like Minnesota and Nebraska. That's my whole fan base. Lawrence and I, we were in downtown LA today and um, we're walking to this coffee shop that I like. I used to go to when I lived, because I used to live in downtown Los Angeles. And as we're walking, this dude That's looks at him, because I didn't even, I, he, I was totally oblivious. We walk past him, and he looks at Lawrence, looks at me, and he goes, with this face like, uh, is that, uh, is that, I have, is that who I, th-? and then Lawrence kind of gives him this nod, and then I turn around, like, what the fuck's going on? And he's like, oh my God, I, I just came here to wherever the fuck it was that he was going, because he was going next door. And he was just like, I didn't think that I was going to like run into somebody that I'm a fan of. Holy shit. He's like, hi. And I just shook his hand. I'm like, That's okay. Adorable. It was, it was actually very adorable. And then his, his, right his, his girlfriend, his girlfriend was kind of like sticking her head out the door. Like what the fuck is going on out here? I was like, hi. I think I got recognized at Chipotle today though. This really? Fucking fine chick. I'm like, I might've, this is Hollywood. So I don't know. I might've had sex with her. I might've not. Cause you can't tell it was the middle of the day. She's in full makeup and like a loose shirt on. Like, I don't want to get lines on me for my scene. Oh. So I'm like, you might be talent and you look kind of familiar. And she gave me this flirty smile, which doesn't happen to me. Cause I'm like a long haired metalhead that hasn't been, <laughs> hasn't been popular in 30 years to look like this. And hey man. I don't know. Go to the rainbow. I, I'll disagree. There's a uh, lot of girls, especially, haven, especially right? Hollywood. A lot of logic, I forgot. I was in Hollywood. So maybe she just thought I was in metal mega death or something. <laughs> Is that Dave Elstead? Is that is that him? Is that Dave? Elstead? No. 
But uh, I can actually unclench my jaw when I talk. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not being a born again Christian. We're talking about politics. So, oh god. Last couple times I've seen Megadeth preaching from the goddamn stage. Holy shit! Really? Oh yeah. Really? I missed that. I don't even want to go to see bands that I still like. Because I'm old now and my ears hurt. I blew all that shit out in the late '80s. I can't. Yeah, I'm deaf as fuck from going to so many shows over the years. My friends, like, you want to see Iron Maiden? My favorite band. I'm sporting my Iron Maiden T-shirt today. Favorite band ever. I actually haven't listened to their music in 20 years. They were my favorite <laughs> band. The first show I ever saw, and I still my ears are still ringing from 1987. Wow. I don't really need to see them now. So you guys go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna stay home. What was and the last drink. show? What was the last show you went to? Jesus, um, probably Sammy Hagar, who's when? not. Ah, uh, oh, shit! Ten years ago, probably. Oh shit! When was the, what was the last show you band. went to? Rob Plin's birthday bash. Right oh, that's Comic-Con. right. Nice. I flew up to Oakland just for the birthday bash. I'm nice. trying to remember the last show I went to. Yeah, I, feel I like think it was, it was orgy Hager. at the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I played the whiskey back when. When I danced I at the whiskey. I go-go danced for a band at the nice. whiskey. Yeah, nice. that was pretty fun. Yeah, I was in a dozen metal bands in the late 90s when that was not a good time to try and be in a metal band. <laughs> but, you know, on a Thursday, you could play the whiskey because nobody else was playing the whiskey on a Thursday. So I played the Roxy. I played all of those, but like nice. only to the waitresses and the girlfriends of the other singers of the other bands. So the only people there. I got drunk at the whiskey a couple times. That's all I've, I've run done to many there. shows. My ex was a fucking long-haired metalhead. <laughs> Who's in a metal band? Um, and uh, like, I spent a lot of 2012, 2013, 2011 to 2013 fucking going to shows all on the Sunset Strip. Yeah. Even before they got rid of, uh, when, t- what was that venue that they got rid of? They got rid of. Uh, House of Blues? No, no, no. It was before, before House of Blues. It's now One Oak. They, they, it used to be, One Oak used to be a venue. Oh, right by Crescent Heights, the Coconut Teaser? No, it's on the Sunset Strip. It's we could like, label. Clubs that it starts with an L, I think. What was the fucking venue that starts with an L or whatever? So many clubs have died. Did I been what One Oak used to be? I can't remember what the fuck that venue used to be, but we used to go there a lot too. But yeah, the Roxy, and then we would all reconvene at the fucking at the Rainbow Room (laughs) and eat the world's worst pizza. But you were so out of your head, you didn't. But everybody would be like, you'd be so fucked up, you wouldn't notice that you're like this pizza is so good. But then when you're sober, you're You're like, like, this is this is horrible. ah. You could get better at like the frozen. And then Ron Jeremy's there like every night (laughs) with his bottle of rum. Ron Jeremy has a bottle of rum. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Ron Jeremy's his own rum now. That's adorable. Go, Ron. He's had that for a while, too. The Commodore? No, not the Commodore. It starts with an L. Pretty sure it started with an L. Well, I'm just pulling it up by the address. Did you put one oak? Yeah, and I get one oak shit. (laughs) Oh, damn. Somebody's sw- looking this up feverishly I, right I now. I could have sworn... It's my it, job. I, I, I could have sworn it started... Oh, the Key Club. The Key Club. Oh, Why did fuck. I think it was I the I played L? the Key Club. I played the Key Club one, one time. Yeah, Key Club. They got rid of the Key we Club. We opened for the Bullet Boys. Now though. they got rid of fucking House of Blues. I remember I ran into Lemmy at House... I mean, Lemmy was always at the Rainbow Room, but I remember standing next to him at the fucking House of Blues one night. Nice. Um, may he rest in peace, but... <laughs> Ah, oh, shit. Let's do a shot to Lemmy. Lemmy. Yeah, let's do a shot for Lemmy. Well, I'm going to make it an additional shot to eight, uh, to Amber Rain because I can't thank Rainbow. Or <gasps> Lemmy oh, my God, dude. Ugh. She. I worked with her like two months before that she... very sudden departure. She was one of my fucking peeps, man. When I Best heard friends. that, it was so sad. It killed me. Were, were you... I still, like, every day something reminds me of her and I'm like, fuck. 
Yeah, not she Amber. was such an amazing. Did you know Amber Rainbow? I did not, unfortunately. But you know who that is, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the best I was ever been. She was from my era in the business, man, and um, like always doing crazy shit. We would always do crazy shit together. And um, she could take more than I could dish out, which there's only a couple of people that. Oh I, yeah. I can't get. I think one of the last things I shot with her was for Ed, actually, the person yeah. that shot you and me yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about okay? Talking about fetish scene, did you right. were you close to January Seraph at all? No, I never met her. I was, oh, you never I met heard her. The news, of course, okay. but I never met her. Again, when's a villain going to run into a femdom? It doesn't happen all that much. Actually, that's true. You're right. Good right? point. Cheers, guys. Right. Cheers. Cheers to all of that we just said. We were on good pace. We are 24 minutes into the show. The bottle's half gone. It's good tequila. I dig it. I dig it. It's smooth. Cruz is out of water. She's in trouble. I'm going to refill in a minute. But anywho, um, fuck. How am I supposed to get this shit done when I'm done? I am. I'm. You know why? Because I am a cyborg. I heard that about you. I will knock the shit out. I'm going to finish my voiceover reel. I'm going to knock out this audition, even though I'm kind of tipsy. It'd be great if the script said she's drunk. Because <laughs> then they'll be like, damn, this girl's a really good actress. She's she playing this character like really good. Wow, she even threw up and everything. That's, that's <laughs> Could you imagine oh my, if I actually went to a physical audition like that? Just like, threw up. Just like, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> middle of your line. That would be horrible. I thought that's supposed to be. Sw- <laughs> That'd be really fucking horrible. This <laughs> is the sexiest podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> Talking about barf oh, and dead no. people you and think, You think that's bad? We've oh, talked about fuck. a lot of fucked up shit on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, there's there's been there's much, been much darker shit. Much <laughs> darker shit. Whole, like literally. <laughs> this is what it's like to drink with us in real life. Exactly. Yeah, I don't doubt that. I'm kind of ignoring yeah. the microphones and we're just, <laughs> we're just bonding over this bottle. That is the goal. That is what we try to do here. Exactly. Hell yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so rest in peace, Amber Rain. Rest in peace, fucking uh, January Seraph. We got um, anybody else? Not that I can think of at the moment. <sighs> not honestly. that I want to think of. Yeah. Amber destroyed me. I was not ready for that. Yeah, because see, like January, I knew January, but I was never close to her like yeah. everybody else is. But when I found out the news about Amber, I was like, holy Nobody didn't love her. Shit. We were all in shock, right? It was very, sh- yeah. Wow. But she was sick, wasn't she? She uh, fought throat cancer twice. That's right. And that's right. Defeated it, but it left a, a scar. Do you remember she, Holly Stevens? Only by reputation. I never knew her. Yeah, she was another fetish girl, um, and she died to, at, from cancer. Yeah, it's fucking depressing. Fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. Okay. Shot anyways, let's talk about something happy, shall Fuck we? Cancer. Fuck cancer. Well, let's get back to fetish stuff. Let's talk about fun people we've yeah, tied yeah, up yeah. and okay, beaten on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what what did you shoot recently? You were talking about you shot something recently. So I what did, did you a, shoot? I did a really goofy, easy, just damsel in distress bondage thing today. Tomorrow I get to work with real-life sisters. Wait, twin sisters? Uh, I don't think they're twins, but they are sisters, and they're both very famous porn stars, and this is the third time I'm going to shoot. First time we shot together, I made them strap on fuck each other on camera. Oh, my. Just uh, the star sisters? Uh, no. no. Okay. Hmm. Sisters, sisters, sisters. Can you guess? They're not twins. No, they're not twins. They don't look at all alike. They you, don't look alike at all. If you hear them, you're like, yep, they're sisters because they grew up, they, they talk the same. Fuck, same I have no idea. and all that shit. Uh-huh. Nikki no Delano and Tia Cyrus. Wait, are they actually sisters? They are actually sisters. I've no, seen, like blood I've sisters? I've seen their driver's licenses. Yes, they're sisters. 
And they That's played. why they're so close. I just thought they were best friends. Yeah, and they played sisters in my movie and, and Wait a minute. Okay. Is that fucking They're crazy? legit blood sisters. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Because, okay, this whole time, like, Nikki Delano has a radio show with me on Vivid Radio, right? Oh, that's with you? I knew she had a show. I didn't know. Well, not with me. Right. She she is They're on the part same, of the network. She's part of the network. Yeah. But she's had Tia Cyrus on all the time, and I and I would see her post all this shit, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, my sister, da, da, da. But I thought, she, I thought no, she, she meant, like, sister, like, oh, you know, we're best friends kind of sister. Holy shit, I learned something new every day. I did not know. And Why don't they have the same name? They're porn names. What do you mean? Why don't they have the same name? But you know how, like, there's because there was two sisters that were not twins that were in the business, and they had the same name, and I can't think for the life of me. Well, they don't much Okey make dokey. a big I'll deal be right out of back. it. Let's pause that for a minute. I'm gonna get more water while you get that. Sure. Now that the unexpected package One delivery break later. What's in the box? Is That's it a head. Is that, it ticking? Is it, that scared. is definitely a head-sized box. Hmm. I'm scared. You never know. I'm frightened. Brooklyn Wood may have gotten a severed head delivered to him. I've delivered a lot of Creepy. like modeling clay that looks like C4 and kitchen timers to various things. Oh my god! Career. Yeah, right. I've got like fake TNT and fake C4 that I strap to models' tits and then set the timer and. Some of my shit is really tame. It's just damsel in distress, like from a '60s spy movie with the girl tied to the rocket that's going to go off or whatever the fuck. Right? Ah. Except her tits are out because, like we said, the tits are always out. Of course. Some of it's really dark and creepy. I shoot rape and murder videos, but everything in between. Like, some of it's just goofy as all fuck. And then pro- sometimes you fuck sisters on camera. <laughs> that's funny. That's awesome. They were, been... a, they were adorable because they would, like, egg each other on. They're like, bitch, is that all you got? They would, like, every take, they would make you know each other funny? go crazier. I type in Nikki Delano and Tia Cyrus sister and your fucking thing. Your oh, website shit. is the first thing to pop up. Oh shit. It says Nikki Delano and Tia Cyrus sister slaves pro villain. Yeah. And we're shooting sister slaves three tomorrow. Wow. Fucking crazy. It's a custom thing. Some guy hired me. Nine tenths of my, my work is a custom video from somebody. That's awesome. I still can't get over the fact that they're sisters. I had no idea that they were sisters. You they do really look nothing alike. No. They do look nothing alike. But I mean, I mean, aside them. from the fact that Nikki is blonde, yeah. like if, I still can't see it. Them, yeah. I still can't can see it. it. But that's funny because I saw them at Exotica in Chicago. I was in mm-hmm. at Exotica Chicago and Wow. I love them both. They're great girls. I've known Tia longer. We've shot together a handful of times. and then. Well, I remember Tia meeting Tia. I worked with her a long, long, long time ago before she got her tits. And yeah. um, I worked. I was the first one to get to fondle her new tits when they came out. Oh. Ooh. Okay. I was gentle. They didn't look gentle, but I was, I'm really good at whipping loud but not hard. Because <laughs> I work with a lot of mainstream girls. You can't hit them like you could hit Amorain. You gotta hit him wild, but not hard. Well, so. here's a picture of them before she got her tits. Yeah, there you go. See, they knew each other that long. Well, I'd hope so. Cute little kid. Yeah, probably their whole lives, you'd think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know my sister. Her Wait, is this just a ruse? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Who photoshopped that in? That is funny, though. Holy yeah. crap. I had no idea they were I really asked them. I'm like, can I publicize this? They're like, yeah, we don't keep it a secret. And you're right. They call each other sister all the time. It's so funny. it really isn't a secret then. When I, I guess when I saw Nikki posting sister something or the other, I guess in my head I didn't translate it as like their biological sisters. Because, mm-hmm. you know, some people are like, oh, it's yeah, like my, it's my brother. sister, my bro, you know? So I kind of just, the way she had written it when I had seen it, I, I kind of interpreted it as like, oh, they're, they're like best friends or some yeah. shit, you know? Well, in, tw- in, in an over 21 years of working in this business, that was a first for me. 
a little over a year ago having sisters in the same video together. I'm actually looking, I'm clicking on the site of which you have them. Oh shit. Uh, I think I just took off. I had free trailers on the site. I think I just took them off. So they're just photos now. Oh yeah. Her tits. She has her new tits here. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to show Matt here so he can see. They're nice Ooh, tits. New tits. They're nice tits. She did, I got to touch them when I was she in had Chicago. Good work done. Yeah. I was like, I have not seen your titties since you had them done, or haven't touched them rather. And goddamn, are you it. having problems there? Yeah, there you go. And she strap on fucks her sister. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. While her sister blows a dude. Yeah. And it's funny because the custom I got to play. It was just a lot of fun for me. I got to play multiple personalities. That movie Split had just come out. Oh, so you did this when Split came out. And the customer, oh. I didn't know this, I hadn't seen the movie, but the customer sent me this script where I play four different, very different personalities that are all this, in the same guy. And then the girls show up, they're reading the script, and they're like, this is Split. I'm like, what? Is, the movie just came out, Split? I'm like, yeah, that's this. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I had no idea. So, so if you want to see triple X version parody? of Split abducting two sister webcam girls and turning them into sex slaves, now you know where to go. Interesting. This is my life. Hashtag villain's life. That's never caught on. I've been using it for years and nobody... You seen that there'd be an obvious hashtag. Villain's life. What the bad guys do. You just gotta step up the villainy. Yeah. But then it's also kind of cool if it is your own hashtag. Yeah, nobody else uses it, Because so then that's that means that anything that it. pops up with that hashtag, it's all you. Villain's life and villain candy are my two. Every time I see a girl I want to work with, I hashtag villain candy. I want to eat that. <laughs> That's funny. And for a little while, I was I was spoofing the the tequila or not the the Dos Equis commercials. The most interesting man. I came up with a whole line of the most <laughs> most interesting villain. I would come up with things that it, it has been said that he can reuse duct tape. Okay, see that's funny because I was doing I was working on my voiceover real the other night, and that was one of the commercials that I was doing. Ah! It was Dos Equis. Okay, like can you he wants on the Fet Life, find my profile and have he her wa- read them like he, the most interesting man. He wants, he wants, he wants won the Tour de France, but he got disqualified because he was riding a unicycle. <laughs> 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 and then there was, I can't remember what the other stuff was, but it was really funny. Uh, I don't have a FetLife login. All Let's right, see. I'm going to log into your computer. I'm trusting you here. Cool. If I remember my fucking all right, then scroll down there. See where it says it has been said. Uh, Annie, will you read some of these for me? Okay, let me let me let me do your best, it. Let me do most it. interesting man voice. Here we go, everyone. Wait, wait, okay. It has been where said. We got to do the villain violins and. <laughs> <laughs> wait, hold on. Where is it? Is it right here? Yeah. Right there. See where it says it has been said. Just read like the oh. funniest ones. It has been said, he has the power to fly and to turn invisible, but has never needed to use them. He bleeds pure tequila, but a nobody knows for sure because he has never bled. Pause real quick. <laughs> if this bottle goes, we may have to find out the hard way. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Cut him open. We need to drink it again. His ropes really coil themselves and never tangle. That's totally not true. Rich debutantes offer him ransoms to kidnap them. If he had a nickel for every damsel he'd ever abducted but left unsatisfied, he wouldn't even have one nickel. (laughs) He once whipped a girl so hard her twin sister had an orgasm. But in fairness, they were tied together at the time. I forgot that one, and that's before I shot the sisters thing. Ah! (laughs) No law enforcement agency has a file on him because nobody has that much storage space. (laughs) His, quote, getaway plan consists of strolling calmly down the street, whistling a carefree tune. <laughs> so the Kaiser Soze plan. Yes, exactly. He can strip a fetish model just by raising his eyebrow. 
The surface of the Hitachi was patterned after his tongue. He doesn't. This is so much better with you reading them. He doesn't slap women. Their faces are just naturally drawn to his open hand. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. His ransom notes have won Nobel prizes. <laughs> Shouldn't be a Pulitzer. I think I wrote it wrong. It should be Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. He once tied up three different damsels in two different rooms at the same time, with only one piece of rope. That is one long piece of rope. Shit. That we don't mention that it's 500 feet long. He doesn't. He doesn't use hemp. His rope is braided hairs from a thousand damsels. <laughs> he can reuse duct tape. <laughs> I think that's my single favorite one. His dragon tongue whip is made from an actual dragon's tongue. She gave it to him voluntarily. <laughs> oh, wait, I like this one. He can rape the willing. Yeah. Everybody always says you can't rape the willing. He can rape the willing. He speaks fluent ball gag. <laughs> he built a better mousetrap it catches porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Speaking of which, what is your favorite ball gag safe word? Uh, anti-disestablishmentarianism. Fuck's sake. If they don't say that, I'm not letting them out. Mm. <laughs> I'm so used to the uh-uh-uh-uh, but that, yeah, okay. That's way next better, time, right? I'm going to have to use that next time if I ever fucking tie a bitch up and put something in her mouth. Okay, so your safe word's going to be um, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. But you have to say it right. or I You have to say it right or I'm just going to think that you're mumbling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? I don't like ball gags because I'm really into bondage and blowjobs. I don't understand what you're saying. For a while, I actually still have the domain bondageblowjobs.com. That was my first, like my second website ever. Now it just redirects. I think I remember that actually. Yeah, yeah, it just goes to Pro Villain now, but I'm like, bondage blowjobs, you can't have a ball gag. It's in the way. Fuck the ball gag. It's just. Yeah, because how else are you supposed to shove your dick down a bitch's throat? Yeah. That's, That's, you know. Functional. It is. It's counterproductive to get in the BJ. And then there's a a pause. You know why there's a pause? Because we stopped pouring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I told you the bottle's not surviving the show. There. That's a good noise. I like that noise. It's a good noise, too. Bloop. Bloop. Can you hear that? Bloop. 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 As we're pouring the Casamigo tequila into the shot glasses. What round is this, Slayer? This would be four. You know, I have I have skull shaped shot glasses at home. Well, Matt gets to keep these. Yay! Whoop whoop whoop. They are now property of the show. Hey! Remember pro villain fondly when you drink from them. Oh, for sure. We'll be like to pro villain. I feel like he bled these into a bottle for me. I feel like the next guest that drinks from these, we have to whip them as they take their shots. (laughs) Oh my god. That's the only way it could be done. You know what I'm saying? It's how the, it might be the tequila talking. It might be. I might be drunk already. (laughs) Goddamn, Cruz. I didn't eat before I came here. Fuck. Whose amateur move was that? That's why I was like, I'm hungry. I want food, but I'm going to wait. But then I'm like, uh, I'm kind of getting drunky. Don't worry. There are calories in the tequila. Yep, yep. It's totally food. It's true. There are. Tequila is the only stimulant depressant alcohol. Wait, what? All other hard liquors are depressants. Rum, vodka, whatever. Tequila is also a stimulant. Only one. Really? Tequila is the only alcohol that's distilled from an inherently poisonous plant. That explains a lot That's why people get in fights on tequila, because everything else just mellows you out, and tequila riles you up. 
I wouldn't say everything else mellows me out. Well, no, nothing mellows me out. Your results may vary. But I will say tequila definitely fucking makes me feisty. It's a fighting I will say that much. Yes, yes. For me, there have been many nights of whiskey drunk where I have made the declaration, I am either fucking or fighting tonight. (laughs) Yeah, same with whiskey. Like, I am either fucking or fighting. I need human contact. (laughs) One way or the other. Exactly. Or penises, you choose. Which one's going in your mouth? That's actually good. That's a good drinking game right there. <laughs> Mr. Peters, <laughs> which one goes in your mouth? You guys are fun. I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. So anyway, you're a metalhead. I might be. Not to I've, take control of your show or nothing, but we need to talk metal. Hey, there. Hey, Admittedly, I'm, I'm like 20 years out of the loop. Okay. KNAC went off the air, and I was like, fuck it, I don't care anymore. So... Like Metallica's Black Album, a little bit of Binge and Purge, and then I just turned off the radio. So you've probably got knowledge I don't got. If it's after Pantera, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not far past that is the worst part. All right, so three favorites or five favorites because they're different, you know. It's hard to pick a total. Well, favorite. obviously I have to say Slayer. That's Slayer. The, there's a reason I got thing? the goddamn name. Did you see the thing they were on Jimmy Kimmel and they did Raining Blood the other yes. night? Is that Wait, really? Wait, recently? Yeah, I like in the last week YouTube. or so. Oh, Holy shit. Fuck. I'm like so out of the loop with everything that's in. You know, the Slayer fan page was all like, they're doing Raining Blood on Kimmel tonight at 11 o'clock. Tune in. <laughs> fucking amazing. I saw it the day after. I was like, check this out. I was like, whoa, get out of here. 30 years late. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. All right, Slayer's a good one. Iron Maiden is still my default setting. Everything's either harder or softer or louder, or faster or slower than Iron Maiden. Have you have you heard of the uh, the all female cover band, the Iron, Iron Maidens. Maidens? Yeah, my girlfriend used to them. play guitar for yeah? that band. Need nice. She now plays guitar for Alice Cooper. But I she... was just talking about her with my photographer. So you know today. who that is? That's, I know that's who one it of my is. really close friends. That's awesome. She's a total nerd, a Star Wars nerd. We once dressed up. Actually, I talked about this on our episode with fucking Wolfman and uh, Aaron. and Aaron, because so Nita Strauss, who plays guitar for Alice Cooper, she um, used to play for the Iron Maidens, and um, she loves Star Wars. One year, uh, twenty ten to be exact, Halloween twenty ten, she dressed up as Han Solo. I dressed up as nice. Chewie. Nice. I got I got us kicked out because we went to the smoking area. And I saw this little person. <laughs> oh, no. And I decided it would be a good idea to try and breastfeed him because I thought he oh. was a baby. Sure. And sure. security was like, you have exposed your... Verbatim, what he said to me was, you can't come back in here. You've exposed yourself. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? And it was like, it was 1.30 in the morning. So I was like, whatever. So we ended up leaving. <laughs> I would have really laughed if your breasts were still out when he said that. That's great. I don't remember because I blacked out, but my girlfriend was like, dude, he straight up was like, you can't come back in here. This is You've a beautiful bunch of segues in a row. The connecting being Nita Strauss. That was fucking beautiful. Yeah. I, mean, that's, that's I love her. She's amazing. She's fucking amazing. Yeah. My photographer today, who I filmed the damsel in distress video with, had shot her for something right before she joined Alice Cooper. Oh, no shit. Nice. Okay. So, Nice. Like, oh, this is trippy as hell. Fuck. We actually recorded some music together one time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I did. How we met is I did the Rocky Horror Picture Show parody for Wicked Pictures back in 2000, 2010, 2010. And her being in music, she was the one who recorded the soundtrack. So I sang a lot of um, the music on the soundtrack for that. And while we were in the recording studio, she was like, 
have you ever rapped before? <laughs> and I'm like, do I look like someone that raps? <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, she's like, well, no, because I'm recording this song where it's a rap battle, but instead of two rappers battling, it's one person rapping, the other person singing metal. Nice. So that's the kind of battle it is. So then she was like, you're going to rap. The guy is like screaming like, Rah, you know, like fucking that's metal. Awesome. So I was like, I mean, I've never done it before, but I'm down to try. Mm. So like she gave me the, the lyrics and shit and we like did a run through and it's the most hilarious fucking thing I've ever done that I never want to fucking publicize it because I'm like, ew. But it's it hilarious. A little late. You just did. You just did, kind of. But you didn't play it. You just referenced it. You didn't play it. Where could we find that, Cruz? You can't because it was there a personal go. thing. It wasn't like a, it wasn't something that was publicized. Side note, however, Rocky Horror Picture Show is the reason I am here today. Really? Like, wait, you, not the porn version, obviously. No, the original Rocky Horror Picture Show, before I got into porn, when I was just a twisted kid, mm-hmm. I ran lights for the South Pasadena Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, shit. Okay. Nice. okay. I ran spotlights at the Rialto Theater down in South Pasadena. And in the cast at that time, Darla Crane played Magenta. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I introduced her to my girlfriend at the time, and she's like, can we put her in a bondage video? And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. And they did, and they taught me how to rig, and then started her career. She she modeled for a couple of years, uh-huh. and I gained rigor skills and an affinity for the job. And she quit to go back to school, and I'm like, well, now what do I do? Right. Natalie Demore hired me shortly after <gasps> that. May she rest in peace. May she rest Fuck, in peace, man. And that's how I'm here today, is because Darla Crane was attracted to my girlfriend at the Rocky Horror Picture Show 22 that's- years ago. See, wow. once again, tits open doors. Tits open doors. It's and true, Charlotte though. And got an amazing... She's Ladies, still an if you're pair. listening, tits open doors. They do. You can just bonk into the door with them and the door will open. True. I feel like there's a whole sea of Instagram models that have figured this out. What's funny, though, oh, is God. Darla is still like a big sister to me. So somebody hired us to work together and we were both like... Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> I can tie her up and whip her, and I'm the only person that's ever hit her with a single tail on camera to this day because she trusts me. But I can't fondle her tits because she's like, that's, no. I just can't. <laughs> oh. It was the most awkward two minutes I've ever had on camera was trying to make out with Darla Crane. I couldn't. She's a gorgeous woman. I just, ah, I can't do it. We both were like, ew, this isn't, this isn't working. Let's change the subject. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, uh, that's too incestuous. I mean, uh, says the guy who just made sisters strap on fuck each other earlier this year. But that All was their choice. Not... Symbolic True. incest is more important. Than because literal. I know a lot of girls in the business that are sisters, whether or not they're twins or just blood related sisters that have done scenes together, but they didn't actually do anything to each other. Yeah. And I asked them real care, like, what are you willing to do and not willing? I don't want to push any boundaries, you know, and they're like, well, I'll do this, but I won't do that. And I'm like, and the strap-on fucking was in the I'll do this category, so... I, I take it I, they wouldn't eat each other out. They wouldn't eat each other out, they wouldn't kiss. It's like, I'll like kiss, but not like kiss, kiss. I'm like, it's in the script, it's not in the script. I know it's somebody else's money, so... Wow. I, I, I just work here. <laughs> I just work here, man. Does Real Sisters fall under obscenity laws? Yes, it does. Well, but that's not, if that's a, but that's but that's if they do stuff to each other. Like obviously, strap on fucking. You'd think that would count. That kind that you would think that would count, but they're not necessarily like. I just fly so far below the radar. Nobody knows who the fuck I am. <laughs> Nobody knows who I am. I'm just. Well, little, we're trying to change villain. that right here, right now. Plus, 
Plus, they don't look like sisters. No, I but feel, I put it in the ad copy pretty clearly. Real but life I feel sisters. like I feel like I feel like if they were twins, like identical twins, and Good then right someone saw that, maybe it might like be like, wait a minute. But the fact that they look very—I mean, look at them. Like Nikki's Lano is—they look very different. The curvier. She's muscle bound. That chick muscle bound. Yeah, because she, she works out. Me. And then you have Tia, who's like petite, very and, fit, but very, she's a stick. but she's. she's but she's very petite compared to Nikki and they don't look alike in the face. Which so you would not, they're like night and day. Her. You would not think, I never knew that they were sisters till you told me. So Until that's kind of crazy. Them, they got that same kind of slightly Cubano New Yorker yeah. voice. They got the same voice. Yeah. I appreciate that she's such a small girl because I had to pick her up and carry her around and she weighs nothing. Yeah, she's tiny. She's Villains have to tiny. carry people around. And I got to say, with no offense to either of them, they're both gorgeous women. Having picked up Tia Cyrus and having picked up uh, 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 Phoenix Marie, I have a preference <laughs> as to which one I have to pick oh, up again. Yeah. This is why you need minions. Minions <laughs> do the heavy lifting. Minions, go pick those up. Bring them to strip her, wash her, and bring her to my tent. Exactly. This is why you need. See, it. I'm not a criminal mastermind. I'm just like thug level. It's funny because still. I actually interviewed Phoenix Marie for my radio show when I was in Chicago, and she was saying how like she's been doing a couple of things, scenes for Brazzers where. It started off with her with another girl, petite girl, where she picked her up mm-hmm. and flipped her upside down into like a standing 69. Nice. And then Brazzers, I guess, decided, um, oh, this is kind of like your thing now. So now she kind of does it with anybody that she does a scene with where it's like, ah, oh, She-Hulk, all right, let's do this. And then lifts the partner and I'm like, God damn. It's oh, funny because she yeah. is a strong girl, and she's she solid. is she she works out. She's but fit. she's still not that tall. I mean, you know, I keep thinking she's huge, and then I stand next to her, and she comes up to my neck. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, that's oh, oh, okay. Well, I haven't seen her in forever. For most of the fans at home, if you're unaware, porn is shot like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Everyone's tiny. Everyone's tiny. apparently. I didn't know that. I'm that's six true. two. I tower over everybody, and they're all tiny. It blew my mind the first time I met Evan it's Stone. It's great though because you can have a normal sized cock and look like a monster because the girls are all four feet tall. Exactly, but one <laughs> hundred. I have a normal sized cock. I'm putting it on the air right now. There's an average. I might be ever so slightly above. I'm camera friendly, but <laughs> I'm not a fucking like baby's leg. I'm just like a normal old. I like how you said I'm camera friendly. I'm camera friendly. You can see it. That's all it has to be. I'm known for my ropes and my whips and my knives. The cock is totally extra to my job. I use it, but it's like eighth in my toolbox. <laughs> After the ropes and the whips and the knives and the ball gag and the chains that's and funny. whatever else. It's just, oh yeah, and fuck her. Okay. It's, it's not... Use the tools of the trade, and if the cock comes out, the cock comes it's out. It's in there. It costs extra. It's, I don't. <laughs> I, like, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah. So like, I have all these diff- this plethora of fucking toys, but yeah, my cock is extra. Because like the girl I was shooting with today was just a bondage shoot, and she was clearly real. I'd say just a bondage shoot, but that still involves a Hitachi and a forced orgasm on her side. Right. 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 And she was like drenched and totally turned on, and I'm like, well, I would fuck you, but the customer doesn't have any more money, so my cock is staying in my pants. And we're like, yeah, that's just how that works. How about that, huh? Professionalism at its finest. Did I break another barrier for the public? They don't want to know that? They think we're all horn dogs? Nah. Constantly fucked? We're not. Because, you know, if somebody's not... The public has to know. I'm just kidding. Well, if everyone was horn dogs and fucked all the time, there'd be a lot of chafing. There'd be a lot of chafing. you'd, You'd invest in lube. That's when I'm like, hey, my pussy's sore. Let's do anal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's not kidding. Lube? What's your not favorite kidding. lube? Um, spit. Spit. Coconut oil. 
and coconut oil mm-hmm. and pure. I really like pure. Pure is pretty good. It's good stuff. It's not cheap. Me, I'm I'm a big fan of the coconut oil, but I'm also a very big fan of like silicone based types. Mm-hmm. If I ha- if I have to, if it came down to like using any kind of lubrication, which is very very rare for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have to be silicone because water-based just is sticky you and your and body gone, absorbs yeah. it and a lot of people don't realize that and I'm like, Ugh, I hate it. Coconut oil is great except for those few people that are allergic, which I feel really bad because yeah. I, I eat coconut all the time. You know, safflower oil works just as good as coconut right, oil. Keep that in mind. Safflower oil. And it doesn't like affect you the way coconut oil would. And spit and tears. You're right. Those are blood. Yeah, spit blood, spit blood, and tears sure. is good. I like. I prefer that. Crisco in a pinch. Exactly. A, a forceful personality. Whatever. <laughs> I, you know, whenever I'm like about to do anal and then, you know, like, well, before, not so much now, but before, whenever I would do anal with someone that's never, you know, done anal with me before, they're like, oh, we need lube. I'm like, no, we don't. We just need spit. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. It works. It works just fine. It's a mucous membrane in the first place. Just got to get in the door. Exactly. It's very welcoming once you're in, I've been told. It's what? Very welcoming once yeah. you get in. It's true. This brings us right back to Amber, who I remember the day I met her, I was on a, of all the dead people, I was on a Natalie Damore shoot rigging oh Amber Rain. <laughs> and I'd never met her before. And, and it was an anal shoot. And she's like, are you ready? And she's like, oh yeah, I just fisted myself in the bathroom. We're good to go. I'm like, that's what like That's what I loved girl? about her because that's how I would prepare for anal. They'd be like, are you ready? Sure, hold on a second. And I would literally blurp. on set under She's the lights, scoop out spit on my case. hand, and shout, and then I'd be like, okay, we're good, let's go. And, and everybody's staring at her like, what did I just see? She was such a great kid. I mean, I, I it, it hurts to talk about her, but it heals too. I loved Amber like a sister. Well, because it was like, it was only like anything, is everything about her. Such a sweet girl. There's only just good memories. Yeah. There's like not one bad thing I can think of about her at all. We all laugh about like she'd show up with a broken pelvis because she'd been kicked off a horse by the side of the freeway. Yeah, she was very much into horseback riding and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. Like I didn't know her, but right after she passed, I was hanging out with Stormy Daniels in Chicago and Stormy was talking about taking her horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (gasps) Really? Yeah, Stormy took her horses. Thank God that they were taken care of. I remember I was coming off my feet. I'm hitting her with a big, heavy flogger. I'm literally coming off my feet, hitting her that hard. And we cut, and she's like, you could hit me harder. I'm like, actually, literally, no, I can't. I <laughs> harder than this. But you'd flog her, and she'd purr. She just loved it. Yeah, it was she great. Was so she awesome. was great. She was fucking awesome. So awesome. I did a scene with her for kink.com's whipped ass, mm-hmm. where me and Isis Love were oh, hookers, streetwalkers. We're both hookers. And this was before Kink moved to the big armory. So this mm-hmm. was their old studio. So this is like years ago. We're talking like 2005. Um, God, 12 years ago. Holy shit. And um, Amber Rain played a cop. <laughs> and I'm like soliciting on the street corner in the seedy fucking part of San Francisco in the Mission District. And she's like, what did I tell you about fucking, you know, like seeing you here all the time or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm kind of like, Kind of like um, taunting her and shit. Uh-huh, like, yeah, uh-huh. what are you gonna do about it? And then she like arrests me. But then my other hoe friend, I slub comes in. Like, what oh, you gonna fuck. do about? And we kind of turn the tables on her. And then we end up. Um, oh, it's for wired pussy. Excuse me, not for whipped ass. It was for wired pussy. We fucked her up. It was great. I'm not sure if your listeners realize how much star power you just packed into one short paragraph. <laughs> I just love Annie Cruz and Amber Rain on a street corner in fucking San Francisco. Oh yeah. Holy crap. Back in the day. Back in the day, too, not just like 
Of course, I never tied her up either, but I've worked with Isis Love once. Oh, or twice. really? I've tied She's people awesome. up for her. Oh, okay. Okay. But, so we've met once or twice, but oh, oh man, wow. what a gorgeous creature no, she is. She's great. She's great. Whew. She's fucking great. Ah. Very hot. Is there oh, a cold yeah. shower near here? Right? <laughs> right around the corner, first oh, row on the fuck, left. Dude. Yeah, I could make a lot of horrible mistakes with Isis Love and not regret them. So did you shoot stuff for her personal site or? No, this was another Natalie connection, actually. Oh, wow. I did a lot. Oh. For like several years, I was Natalie's rigor. This is, I don't know if you know who Natalie Demore was. She ran a site called Smothered Slaves and another mm-hmm. site called Bondage Orgasms. They were all girl-girl bondage and, you know, smothering and orgasms. This kind of goes in the name. Uh, but she couldn't do bondage. So they'd yell action and she'd grab the girl and grab the rope. And make a like strike a pose, and they'd yell cut, and I'd run in and tie up the girl, and hand the ends of the rope back to Natalie, and they'd yell action, and she'd be like, "Ha ha, you're tied like up finishing, now. like finishing." <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what's called a rigger. That's like eight, eight out of ten shoots. I'm not even on camera. I'm just tying people up for other people. Yeah, for people that don't know how to tie. So I did exactly. that for Natalie for several years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. It was a good gig. That's how I met. Actually, I, I think I saw you on her set. That before. might be how we met, actually. Before or at least Ed? how I came to know you is through Natalie, probably. Maybe because I remember I shooting with Natalie. I for met her Amber stuff. that way. I met Phoenix Marie that way. A lot of people I met working for her because it was kind of reestablished. Is right after I had, my sweetie had quit the business. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Actually, like that a makes single sense. guy is a hard role in porn if you don't have some kind of foot in the door. That's Definitely. true. That's very true. Definitely. Actually. Definitely. That's yeah. very, very. Thankfully, very true. I've got a, two decades of a really good reputation, but I worked really hard to maintain that. In two decades, you can ask anybody on my site or any footage you find of me anywhere. Find that girl and ask her, and they'll tell you I was good to them. And I'll say that, carte blanche, did you pick any girl you like? Because I know if they have one bad day, one girl has a bad experience, she could end my career. Mostly, I, no, that's not it. I actually do care. But also, pragmatically, she could end my career. So I just make sure it never happens. True. The way to be. It's ab- on both ends. I gotta live with be. myself at the end of the day, so I treat girls really, really well. My guiding principle is get invited back. <laughs> True. Make sure you did nothing that she's mad at you for at the end of the day. Makes perfect sense to me. Shit. And I've yeah, gotten away exactly. with some really, really evil shit that way. Because once they trust you, fucking, I've done all kinds of things. <laughs> I nailed uh, um, Cupcake Sinclair's tits to a table. Wait, wait, who? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That stops people dead in their tracks. Elaborate, Wait, please. This is a funny story. Do we still have some time? Oh, right. we, have plenty no, of time. we have plenty of time. Okay, I want to so hear this story. There's this adorable young girl. Uh, her name is Cupcake Sinclair. Okay. We've been letting these. Just trust me on this. To Cupcake Sinclair. Cupcake's tits being nailed. She's an amazing girl. She's. I, I adore her. If Cupcake, if you're listening, I adore you. Uh, and she's a hardcore masochist. Sounds like it. It sounds like it. Go and on. we were, I, I don't really get involved emotionally. Well, I get involved emotionally, but not romantically with most of the people I work mm-hmm. with. I just, I'm not out there to make new friends that way. But Cupcake and I are, we're close. I'm very Yeah, yeah, her. yeah. And we were sexting, which I had not really done that. Wow, okay. I'm, really done, I'm like, you know, 1980s. I didn't even know what cell phones were for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, say mean things to me on your phone. I'm like, all right. <laughs> And at some point, I offhandedly said, well, what if I just nail your tits to this table and invite all my friends over to gangbang you while you're stuck there? And she's in all caps. She's like, oh, my God, we have to film that. And I'm, like, starting to backpedal. Like, I didn't Mean literally. Mean <laughs> for that to go there. And she fucking, out of her own pocket, hired me. I don't have the skills to do it. I told her, I don't know how to do that safely. She hired a tattoo artist piercing buddy of hers. And he came in as my henchman, and I held her down, and he put her, he'd like, you know, autoclave the nails so they were sterile. Yeah. 
I held her down on a table and he fucking nailed her tits into the table. And then me and this other femdom took turns on both sides of her fucking her spit roast from either side while she's nailed I to love a that, table. That, I love that spit you roasting find fucking uh, spit roasting that whole thing. Holy Just that And it was hot as hell. And so wait a minute, like, wait a minute. Let's back up here real quick. So you had a piercer literally nailed. nail her tits. Six, tit, six nails in each tit. Wow. Shit. It might have been five. I think it was six. Sorry. It's but, on the, you're looking it up right now, aren't you? No, actually, I was looking up something else. There's a metal band I used to manage in Chicago <laughs> that had an opening to a song. I was like, I'm going to nail your tits to this, uh, I'm going to nail your tits to this table with nails. No, these were nails. These were fucking Home Depot four inch carpenter nails. Just bam, into a table. I feel like I want to play the audio of that real quick just so you can hear the. It wow. seems like a good sound bite. That's kind of how it went down. There was some screaming. Anyways, <laughs> you should look it up. Look up Cupcake Sinclair. Look up. Nails. I have I'm to see sure this now. Okay, let me find that real quick. But yeah, that sorry, that just completely brought that to my mind. No, oh, sure, that's amazing sure. how it's that kind of goes hand in hand with what we're talking about. So explain this to me. So you had a guy uh-huh. sterilize some nails yep. and like properly, properly nail her tits. Her tits to, to a, a board. fucking board. Yeah. It was like on a sawhorse. Yeah. Wow. I know. So I didn't like think I'd her tits. How big were her tits, first of all? She's got gorgeous tits. Um, I've never looked inside one of her bras. I'm gonna guess C cup. Okay, so her boobs are not, not ginormous, but not small. And they're full on real. There's so nothing in there to augment they, or they, anything. How did he do? He just pulled the skin. Like uh, I'm curious as to I, I want to see this. Maybe I have to see yeah, it you to like. See it. Yep. I mean, uh, I can describe it, but and she owns the footage. So please, if you find it, pay for it and look at it. You will. I'm talking to the audience now, obviously. Yeah. It's oh, yeah, worth is... your five or twelve dollars. Let me see. It's let not me that see. much money. You spend more than that on a steak dinner, and you will not believe what you see unless you actually fucking see. It. Um. This is a teaser reel of it. There we go. Here it comes. There's me in my purple shirt. Put your tits on the table. There's a guy with a glove and the nail. On mic, please, sir. On mic. Sorry, I'm like looking around the corner at the footage because I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, I can't believe I did that. And just bam, and there are fucking nails in her tits. This is the most extreme player, much as I will always, Amber will always hold a special place in my Mm -hmm. heart forever. Cupcake can take more than anybody I've ever seen. Well, I mean, she had her fucking tits nailed to a goddamn board. That was for starters. That right there is hardcore. Yeah, that's... uh... Now, with another amazing gentleman with whom I'm acquainted, she actually had him tie her down in a live stage show. I think this was a sanctuary. I wasn't there. Uh, He tied her down, cut off a piece of her leg, cooked it, and fed it to her. Holy shit. Okay, this bitch is hardcore. She's amazing. I her. I, we're like advertising for her, but I can't even tell you how special this girl is. Can we get her on the we show? We need to get her on you the should. show. should. I'm going to call her right now. I, my phone's over there because I don't We should text. definitely get her on the show. I want to talk about that because She's holy shit. Creature. 
she and had she her... was like, it was more grisly than I thought it would be, but it was cool. <laughs> well, we just saw a little teaser trailer for this said video that we've been talking about where a guy actually comes in and fucking nails exactly how so, I pictured it in my head. To a sawhorse. Yeah. To a sawhorse. Did I lie? That was exactly what I said, right? And she gets fucked from behind. Sure, bam. And now you're telling me that they cut off a piece of her leg and cooked it and fed it to her? Like... Yeah. Yeah, I think there was some garlic and butter. I don't know. I okay, I don't day. give a shit. I how, need to meet this woman. <laughs> how do you prepare long pig? Yeah, she's an amazing person. She's done it more than once. That that thing. I guess it went well, and she did it again. Wow. Wow. Same cut she's both times. She's an incredible force of nature. Yeah, there's like a permanent couple of scars on her leg that that's where I had the skin taken off, and I ate it. Well, if I was gonna like eat myself, I would try a different cut each time. You would think, but it wasn't like deep into the meat. You know, it's not like do I try the flank steak? So what? It was just like. Yeah, you know, fucking. Uh, why is my brain tequila? That's why my brain's not working. No, there yeah. you go. There you it's go. like pork rinds of people. Kind of yeah. yeah. <laughs> people rinds. People rinds. People rinds. Been, yeah. Long pig and rinds. Just, Again, like, I wasn't, kinda deep I wasn't fry there. It. I'm just trying to tell you how awesome she is because I no, I need, I need to meet this woman. I need to meet this woman. Twenty seconds clip. That's I'm crazy. Sold. She's an amazing human. You should that is nuts. Yeah, set it up. We'll get her here. We'll get her drunk. We'll do some weird shit in my apartment. <laughs> Just put out some like Dexter style tarps and shit, cause I feel like we're gonna have to like be prop- properly cupcake. prepared for this. Holy shit! I feel like she's, that may be our first video right now, episode. She is blushing like mad that I'm telling all of this, but she's she's a special kid. She's really she's something. still in the business. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh wow! I she does webcam her. stuff. She just toured Europe, um, doing flesh hook suspensions. Okay, yeah. I have a girlfriend who uh, Miss Crash. Mm-hmm. She, um, I know who she is. Yeah. yeah, you know who she is. She was just in Poland and yeah, and same England. thing. She was there for that. So she was. Was she there? Were they there together? I don't think together together, but I'm sure they saw each other. Wow. I don't know. Maybe they were. I don't fucking know. I don't own her. I occasionally own her on camera, but I don't actually own her. But she's an amazing girl. She's like. No, it I, you didn't like think it. you'd meet people like like such incredible humans in this business where did the inspiration for that come from I don't know she's a twisted kid she's a delightful well it sounds like it started off from sexting well the nail the table thing was my bad idea I come up with you you came up with that idea via sex I'm a performer I like to get into people's heads and I do in special effects I use like broken knives to make it look like I've stabbed you because I murder people on camera a lot. It's like it's almost like you could have said anything and she'd been down. I'm used to faking stuff. Because you were but like, she was like, I want to do that. We gotta fucking do that. Like, I'm what like, if you oh, would have said, I want to cut your fucking left arm off? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, I honestly suspect she'd think about it. I honestly think she'd think, well, how bad do I need that arm? Because she's. I mean, that's some new amazing. level fetish work when okay, you're one speak, arm. Okay, speaking. Okay, now that we're on the topic of this, right? Someone had posted something on Facebook a long, long time ago, where this chick really wanted to get rid of her pinky. Chad Alva actually posted this. It was a long time ago. This was like probably like two years ago, a year ago or something. This chick, she was like, I think she was English too. She was from England. And she was talking about how like, I really, really don't want this pinky. I've been wanting to get rid of it for a very long time. And she like cut it off. Hi. And sewed it up. And she's like, now I feel at peace now because I've been wanting to get rid of this fucking pinky. And everyone thought she was crazy and shit like that. So for you to tell me, like, oh, I think she would consider it. I mean, the fact that she let she you. She might. That I, she, I don't yeah. think she'd do it. But yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I mean, don't that's know. a whole she's... arm. This chick got rid of a pinky. But it's still, like. I just I know she's an amazing up. person. And I'm, I'm honored to get to work with her. I'm honored. I've got to work with some really awesome people. I'm not rich. I barely scrape by. But I have a really cool car. And I get the fuck amazing women. I get paid for it. 
and I get to tie them up and beat them and occasionally murder them and stuff like that. So that sounds not a bad way to live. It's not. It's murder bad. porn. Villain's life doesn't suck. I do a lot of murder porn. I've done a lot of murder porn as well. I bet you have. Like uh, the choke chamber where they like um, choke me to death, and then there's mm-hmm. one where I'm like a spy, and then oh, and then I die, I get shot to death, execution style. Mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. me and the, this line of girls are on our knees, dude. It was very morbid, but there people get off on this shit. And and God bless them. I don't judge. I don't fucking judge. However, whatever weird shit you get off to. I'm there for you, man. I'll do it. There's some site up in Oregon where like, the girl starts dead and then comes to life as she gets fucked up. Wow. I've worked in Oregon. I've worked for a guy in Portland, I but found, I, I don't think that was I, him. I actually found the article, and it wasn't three years ago. Like I thought this was back in February. <laughs> so it was actually months ago. So body piercer we chops off drinking. her own fingers with bolt cutters because, quote, she wants to. After a slicing a tattoo of her ex's name off her arm with a scalpel and posting it to him. Yep, this is the one. A woman who sliced off a tattoo with a scalpel and sent it to an ex-boyfriend has chopped away her little finger because she, quote, wanted to. Torres Reynolds, 30, from Essex, cut off her finger with bolt cutters and posted pictures of her severed finger on her Facebook page. On her Facebook, yeah, sure. Ms. Reynolds said she had no particular reason for wanting rid of her little finger apart from thinking that it would look good. And she, that she failed the Yakuza. She has since gushed on Facebook about how happy she yeah, is with she her new look. With her new look hand and one post alongside a graphic picture wrote, healing so well and totally love it. However, with while Miss Reynolds is thrilled with the results of her DIY operation, not all feel the same. Many of her Facebook followers have slammed her decision as, quote, crazy, quote, disgusting and, quote, stupid. During a rant on her page, Ms. Reynolds replied, I do these things for myself. It's not hurting anybody else. I chose to document them on Facebook because I want to share the experience with my friends. While her latest stunt is shocking, she is no stranger to gory body modification. God bless her. Do what you know. What is it harder to hit Control Alt Delete? But I don't know if she was a big computer nerd in the first place. Well, can I show you a picture of the tattoo she sliced off of her body? I'm not so sure she, I could stop you. So, so sure, she, okay. She had a tattoo on her arm that said "Chopper's Bitch." Did she mail it to him? So Apparently she sliced she wasn't it, his bitch anymore, and, and she packaged it. This is how she packaged it to her ex-boyfriend. That's a big. This is what her skin. tattoo looked like on her arm, hon. You can see it's huge. It says Chopper's Bitch. Yeah, that's like most of her arm. So then she sliced it off and put it, well, it looks like ice, right? Is that ice? Formaldehyde or something. It looks like something. She preserved it somehow. And then here's the scar on her arm. Look how big it was on her arm. That's a big scar. It's a big big scar. scar. Not as big as I thought it was going to be from the initial picture, but still. That's a lot of, that's a chunk of flesh. So it says here, the remnants of the tattoo were put in a jar, wrapped up with a bow, and sent via recorded delivery to her former lover. She did track it online and knew for a fact that he did, in fact, received it. She said, I packaged it up so it really did look like a present. I even used different handwriting so he'd have no idea that it was me. I can't imagine what his reaction was. I wish I could have been there to see it. His reaction was, oh, my God, I used to stick my dick in that. (laughs) Yeah, and then here's her finger that she cut off. They kind of blurred it on here. But the ones that I saw, she actually showed it. She sewed it up and stuff. She she chopped it off with bull fingers. She totally uh, styled that. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she what? She Yakuza styled that. She only took a joint. Yakuza. Is that and what that is? I don't even know what that is. So, like, when you fail in the Yakuza, mm-hmm. you're expected to present part of your pinky to your master. Really? Yep. And if you see a bunch of guys in Japan missing a bunch of fingers, they've fucked up a bunch of times. Yeah, but don't fuck with them. Yeah, they're, they're bad people. Yeah. They're very bad people. I love Japan. 
Yeah, a friend of mine was like, if you need to merge in traffic in Japan, because they always wave at each other, you just hold two fingers down and wave like this, and people will get out of your way. Because <laughs> they think you're fucking... Just have invisible tattoos in Japan. This is a pretty seriously rambling conversation that we're going in directions I had not anticipated. I'm having a great time. Awesome. No, yeah. This, I had not anticipated yeah. just how far and wide. Oh, the, we didn't even get to like third metal band. We're like, no, fuck we're, that, we're off in another. I don't direction. think we got to second metal band. I think I said Slayer and then we, we went on a tangent. one and then we're like, ah, this is not, let's go on. <laughs> Oh, I found a video of her chopping off her finger. Oh, God. Sure, sure. You, I sure. mean, I'm not going to play it, but you can see it in this thumbnail. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Ironically, the thumbnail of the pinky. Ah. It's here all night, folks. Yeah, dude. So, craziness. Yeah, I do way weirder craziness. shit, but it's all stunts. Right. It's all make-believe. It's all, yeah. I do murder people, but they I've murdered I've murdered Mika Tan five times in one day, so at least four of them had to be fake, right? <laughs> Too bad it was the last four that were fake. It was, it was the first the one was real. Was a little, eh, yeah. You can't murder her a second time. No, because she true. doesn't move. Yeah. Exactly. Miss her. She was a lot of fun too. <sighs> May yeah. she rest in peace. No, no she's, she's not dead. She's still she's alive. Off on her own adventures. He murdered her. Oh, wait, well, you're a right. A bunch of times, but she survived it. <laughs> she, she got better. She, she survived she it. <laughs> she came back. She came back. She came back. Let's just leave it at that. She came back. Still going strong. <laughs> He's a proper villain. He has we a last We should murder some people together. We should totally. I would be down to murder some people. I'm trying to think of the, the worst times I've died on, on in any kind of like murder porn that I've done. I think the only gotten, time I died was when Aiden Starr kissed me today. I got, I got uh, strangled to death with a phone cord by my husband. Sure. Um, I was a some spy people. I already mentioned that and then I end up getting the tables turned on me shooting is boring shooting is just you click bang and somebody CGI yeah like, well this yeah. particular website they focus mostly on like the dragged out death so choking yeah. to death right like yeah. I'm choking strangulation you. is popular or stabbing in the belly and, and they, and they were very very particular about the way we looked as we were dying like no 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 your swear, eyes have to flutter a certain way. You know what I'm talking about. I know who Your you're eyes about. have to flutter a certain way. Mm-hmm. You can't go too soon. You have to just. Uh, uh, Do they like, like stage three, slowly. stage four, and they like talk about the different stages? Of yeah, the no, like, exactly. <laughs> they would get pissed. Like, no, 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 no. We can't do it this way. Cut. Let's do, let's do it again. But this time, we need you to kind of like slowly die not yeah, and quickly. My job is to stand behind you, making it look like I'm pulling really hard on yeah. the garrot around your neck. So I'm like tensing up my arms, but not actually pulling, just pulling enough so that it digs into the neck a little mm-hmm. and not actually killing you, which isn't that hard, but it is important to do it right so you don't I did that a couple somebody. times that, yeah. And then having to pull the cord to hold on to it. And then just make it, a face so like it's yeah. really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Resistance. Yeah. <laughs> Cruz, have you ever watched yourself die on film? Yes. Does that bother you at all? No. Just curious. I, just, I honestly... I actually find it funny when I have seen the scenes where I die. I'm just like, it's funny. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny because I'm like, and I think the reason why I think I think part of the reason why I think it's funny is because I'm like, people get off to this shit. Yeah, somebody is jerking it. Someone right now. is jerking their dick to me, dying slowly, like a slow, dragged out death. Like, oh, she's not dead yet, and then finally, when I give out that last. And then my eyes are all bugged out and shit. And then I'm like, uh huh. And then I give out that last breath. And they're trying to time it so they, right then. Yeah. Like dudes are jerking their dick to her. Okay, I'm going to come when she dies. And then, and then, and then it makes me wonder, like, 
I don't even want to think. It about makes it. me wonder how much money I could have made off of you getting hit by a train. Yeah. Okay. That would be <laughs> like dying huge. for real. You mean? Hey, I'm saying <laughs> if it should happen, if it had to happen, I might it. as well profit. We got to fund this podcast it's somehow. The last show, yeah. <laughs> Man, that would have been really bad. I, I didn't even know people the train asking was me though. So how oblivious. do you how do you stand yourself or whatever? I'm like, dude, we all fantasize horrible things all the time. We do, honestly. We you really fantasize about murdering do. your parents and your school teachers. You you, mer- you fantasize about all kinds of horrible shit all the time. Yeah, and there's most nothing wrong with it in your to, head. You know, actually say it. And look at fucking Saw or any of the recent horror films that are out there. Mine just have more sex it's, in them. It's but basically it's the murder stuff. porn. It's murder porn. It's, it's murder porn. Stuff. It's the same fucking thing. Because if you think about it, the murder porn that we shoot is the same shit you see in films because there's no sex involved. It's literally someone killing somebody else. Sometimes there's some sex involved. Okay, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> I but the have ones that I. People while raping them. Actually, in, wait, I take that back because I did do one with another girl where she was a girlfriend of mine. And we're you know, going to we're, we're lesb- recreate like fucking devil's rejects or something. Oh, together. for real. And me and, me and, you me will and go on a me and this chick, we were a lesbian couple. And then as we're like hanging out in our living room, cause this is exactly how the scene panned out. I find a condom wrapper oh, in pissed. the couch. And I'm like, were you fucking some dude? And then I choke her to death. Nice. And, nice. Then, and then I'm like very twisted at the end. I, I like nice. kiss her as she, she dies. Yeah. She's dead. And she's just laying there lifeless with her eyes open and just, yeah. uh, I'm dead. And then I, I, I'm like so crazy softly in the scene. Softly kiss her on the cheek. Like, I, I softly, no, I softly kiss her on the lips and then I start talking all this shit to her like softly, you know, uh-huh. like, oh, it was very creepy. <laughs> so do you ever uh, get requests for like people to get murdered on screen and then void their vo- their bowels and actually like empty themselves? Uh, not in a murder. I have shot an enema video and I have to admit that is now kind of a hard because they want a dirty, full-on, pooping it enema yeah. video. And Oof. I got a friend I trusted. I said, this girl will do this. I know her. She'll do it. And we got a hotel room with a big bathtub. So <laughs> I'm doing that at home. Fuck cleaning that and shit And we're up. like, we have dogs. We know we've seen poop before. It's not a big deal. But yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not. I didn't release the footage. Usually when I shoot a vid- custom video, I get to keep the footage for resale. Or else yeah, I yeah, yeah. Um, so this was a custom shoot it was a custom mm-hmm. shoot and then I didn't release the footage I don't because if I release it somebody else is going to ask me to do it again and I'm plus it's technically I mean well no ones. not unless she's playing with it I guess because I, I know scat is illegal technically I don't give a rat fuck what's it I'm so down on the food chain if they come for me everybody else is already dead yeah <laughs> they're not coming for me I make no money you don't sue people that don't make money you sue rich people I'm not rich I'm barely surviving <laughs> Like everyone in Hollywood. But I did buy tequila, so I bought it for you. I appreciate that. I'm behind you by a shot. I'm going to knock this. Here's here's to me for bringing the tequila. I was just trying to get a refill, actually. (laughs) (laughs) We're like halfway through this bottle? About halfway. Yeah, and there's plenty of time left in the episode. Oh, my God. I told you we're killing the bottle. It's good fucking stuff, man. It's going to happen because there's three of us. So, how much work is it going to be for me to just go in and dub Ghost Tequila every time we talk about it? (laughs) (laughs) Kidding, kidding. Save your sponsor. (laughs) I'm going to, I'll go home and try it. Oh, it's really good. You should, it's good. I don't usually get flavored anything. I don't like vanilla rum. I don't like banana vodka and shit. I I don't do vodka, flavoring in the things that I'm going to drink. No, I feel like vodka should be neutral spirit. Whiskey should taste like oak barrels. Just whiskey, yeah. Yeah. Tequila, tequila should, should taste like tequila. It has a taste. Right. 
and I'll put some pepper or there's, did you ever mess with, there's a, uh, there's a bitters called Aztec chocolate bitters made no, by I think the, B brothers. You said chocolate bitters. Aztec chocolate <gasps> bitters. It's got like, uh, not cayenne, but it's got some hot pepper and chocolate. Ooh, cayenne pepper is, ex- is really spicy if you put a little out of it. And just, there's just a hint of it. So it's like a spicy Aztec chocolate, like those pepper chocolates. You can put a dash of that in anything and make it a hundred times better. Margaritas, coffee smoothies, just a fucking martini becomes a chocolatini and it's just, whoa, my God, it's like eight to 12 bucks at BevMo. It's the best fucking stuff. Fuck you'll yeah. Chocolate bitters. Aztec chocolate bitters. I think it's by Fee Brothers. I'll definitely have to check that out. I need sponsors. They should be paying me for this shit. I'm saying nice stuff about people. <laughs> oh, I was going to, dude, I got to share one. Th- I know this is a hard left turn. The thing being people who don't pay me, but I tout their shit anyway because you're a metalhead and I have a metalhead. Did you know there's an Iron Maiden video game? Really? It's it's for your phone. It's a phone, what do they call it? Really? App. Like it's an, an app? app now. Okay. It's called Legacy of the Beast and you get to play Eddie from all the different album covers going through different worlds. You're in like Egypt for the Power Slave album and shit like that. You know the trooper? Going on adventures as Eddie as a trooper and fucking all of that. And it's it's just, it's a phone app and I'm I'm hooked. I've been playing it for months on end. Every day. It's That's a really funny. cool video game called Legacy. It's a free app. You can buy There's upgrades. microtransactions built into it, I'm assuming? Yeah, you can buy upgrades and whatever, but you don't have to. I've never spent a dime on it. I'm just having a fun time with this video game. Legacy of the Beast. Check it out. It's fucking... And I'll all have the to music check that is out. Obviously, Iron Maiden music. It's fucking... Ah! Okay, I, just, I had to make sure I did that because Matt's on the show. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, now I'll, I'll check it out. If I have a Andy, new addiction, I'm going to be We've really... met before, but yeah. I, like, he's a metalhead. I got to think of some metalhead shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been playing this. I mean, all right, hold on one second. Just so you can hear the game start up, tell me what game, what song it is if you recognize. We're going to play Name That Tune Iron Maiden with Matt Slayer. <laughs> yeah. All right, game's turning on. Nodding Frog. Can you hear it from me? Can you make it louder? Yeah, can you turn it up a little? Uh, I'm not phone literate. Nope. Oh, shit, I stopped the game. We just ended the game. <laughs> there we go. I'm about to embarrass myself on air. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Nova song. Is just, what's the name of that one? Legacy of the Beast. Yeah. It's, it's not, a really cool video game. I've, I've just been playing it nonstop. It's not Number of the Beast, no. No, it's off uh, Seven Sun. It's the evil, the evil the Men Do. Okay. And the game is just so fucking cool. I got to put my phone down or I'll be playing it. Yeah, like, oh, I'll lose track of this whole show. Show's over. (laughs) Swipe, swipe, play. Eddie, I got to do the thing. It's like, it's it's a cool fucking game. Even if you didn't like Iron Maiden, it's a cool, like, D&D style combat game. Nice. Oh, that's cool. But if you like Iron Maiden, all the music is Maiden music. It's like, holy shit. So they owe me money now, too, for plugging them on the air. So speaking of Maiden, what is your favorite Maiden song? I couldn't possibly list a favorite Maiden song. All Top five? Um, okay, I started, I was a kid. I, when the album came out, uh, Peace of Mind was the most recent album. That's how fucking old I am. Uh, so The Trooper probably was my first, fa- that was my first favorite Maiden tune for sure. It was The Trooper. And after Fear of the Dark, I was like, I'm too old to keep listening to new metal anymore. <laughs> Fear of the Dark is my favorite Iron Maiden track. 
that's a great song. And I saw that. I think that was the last time I saw them was for 1997, was that? Yeah, that sounds about right. Right, 97, 98, I saw them for Fear of the Dark, and that was the last time I saw them. They were great. I just I wanted to end on a high note, and then everybody cut their hair, and things got weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time I saw them in was when they headlined OzFest in like 05 or 06. That recent? Wow, yeah. That was 10 years ago now, but that's still... Yeah. Let's I go. saw them in 1988, 1987. I saw 7th Tour of a 7th Tour. It was my first show I ever saw. That's fucking awesome. Holy fuck. Holy Cruz, sorry. what was your first show? God, I don't fucking remember. Holy now, in shit. fairness, my, like, my second show was Barry Manilow with my mom. So it, <laughs> I, I, I don't fucking I'm remember cool. what my first show was. Fair, how about a favorite early show? I feel like... I feel like when I went to Warp Tour, that was like the first time I ever fucking mm-hmm. saw anybody mm-hmm. fucking play live. Cool. I, I was like, young cruise. <laughs> I had buddies who saw Monsters of Rock the first time. Also nice. 1980 something. Why am I, I didn't, still I didn't see that. Nice all the time. What was your first fucking show? I can't remember. I have to think about that. I'm pretty sure it was Warp Tour. White Zombie. Astro Creep. Oh, Tour. White Zombie. I saw them before the yes. album came out. I saw White yes. Zombie open for Pantera at a dinky little club in San Francisco. That's White fucking zombie, awesome. Dude. Oh, my. Yeah. And we're all like, is that a girl bass player? Like, nobody had ever heard of Oh, them. Sean Newsett was so hot in those days. Oh, God, that was so cool. But this lineup on the Astro Creep 2000 Tour was White Zombie, the Reverend Horton Heat. Oh, shit. Melvins. The oh, Reverend shit, Horton dude. Heat. Eh, okay, that makes sense. So the Melvins opened... Everyone, like all the metalheads were uh, fucking digging the Melvins. The Rev almost got booed off stage because yeah, it was just yeah, like... Yeah. Because it's... it's the wrong yeah. crowd. Yeah. yeah, it's totally the wrong it's crowd. It's a different kind of fucking... Yeah, different kind of music. Yeah. Oh, and then Zombie Rockabilly, tore it up. man. It's like Rockabilly. And Zombie's all great. They were really... I love the show. I, I was love supply. I'm like, I'm here to see Pantera and who are these guys? But they were really, really good. This is... That was fucking 1990, I think. That's My God. I'm like, wait, how old was I in 1990? Yeah, the Astro yeah, Crypt 2000 that had to be 94, no, I think I saw them. I was f- uh, six in mm-hmm. 1990. Mm-hmm. I'm six. old. I've seasoned well, but I'm old. I was, six I was born in 1972. I'm 45 was, this year. I was born in 84. Yeah. I'll be 33 this year. It's a good age. 33 was good to me. 45 has been great to me. I've done all kinds of shit. Hey, man, 40 is like the new 30. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. Someone else was like, I'm almost 40. I'm like, who cares? Was it Indiana Jones who said, it's not the years, it's the mileage? (laughs) I've had some hard miles. I I drink. I don't even drink that hard. I drink. I enjoy drinking. I don't drink every fucking night now. Well, it's funny because when I was 21, I didn't really party that much. And then I kind of like was a late bloomer. I didn't even start drinking until I was 30. That was just, that's like me. I didn't really start drinking until I was like 26, 25, 25. More like 25. Because you see your friends in high school fucking it up, and you're like, I'm not sure I want to do Well, that. I was such a nerd in high school. Me too. Growing yeah. up, I was bullied. Um, I was or very... no people were late bloomers for the most part. Yeah, like, like, and then, like, then I got into college, and it was like, whatever. And then I got into porn when I was 18, but I was very focused on my career, so I didn't really party. And then... And it's wisdom, for sure. Like, 25, I was like, okay, I'm going to let loose now. Nice. <laughs> very cool. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find out what year that was for the White Zombie. <laughs> oh shit, I don't know. Yeah, yeah White Zombie, the Melvins, and uh, that same the same year that I saw White Zombie open for Pantera on the Cowboys from Hell tour, uh, at this small club in San Francisco. That same weekend, I saw what, Louis C.K. 
<gasps> it wasn't really? in the Fillmore. It was a dinky little club. I saw Louis oh, C.K. when he was, okay, a, yeah. he was a nobody comedian. He still had all his hair. Oh, my God. I've That's been a fan funny. of his ever since. I love him. That's funny. It was fucking hilarious. He did his bit about uh, Son of Sam. He's like, Son of Sam is this murderer who took directions from his dog to kill people. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, like, yeah. if you have a talking dog, which I've done acid, I've seen talking frisbees, so okay. <laughs> but if your dog tells you to kill people, that's when you roll up a newspaper and go, no, no, bad dog. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Louie. <laughs> like, ah, oh, shit. And ever I love since, Louis I've been a huge Louis C.K. Louis amazing. I'm catching his old show on Netflix one season at a time now. Did you ever watch Lucky Louis on HBO? No. He, that's his original sitcom. He had an ah, HBO sitcom. I didn't know that. Yep. The girl who played his love interest on Louis. Yeah, who was a creative consultant for the show. She was his wife on Lucky Louis. Oh, okay. I got to go find that now. Dude, we take some hard, sharp turns on this show, but I'm mm-hmm. fucking digging it. Is, you guys yeah. are awesome. Man. I got some pop Thank culture so much references. for having me here. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a pleasure. This is, this is pleasure all time. ours. It's a great time. Anyway, no, I got to put the phone down. Don't look at the phone. <laughs> Don't look at the phone. I'm Generation X, and I shouldn't even be using cell phones. Right. But, but they're addictive. You pick them up. You're like, oh, I got to keep Twittering at people. It's May 19th, 1995. 95. I that was sounds, 10. Yeah, I was 10 years old. right. Shit. Mm. Yeah, I was a good kid too. I was a nerdy Dungeons and Dragons dork. I mean, I was a heavy metal dork, but I was still a dork all the way through high school. That shit goes hand in hand. It does. It does. I definitely played D&D. And I was in my late 20s when I happened upon Darla Crane and found porn in a family. Wow. That within a month of getting into fetish porn and bondage porn, uh, found the Lifestyle Club Threshold in L.A., I think I I've heard of that before, there. actually. Yeah, yeah. Best club in LA. It's lifestyler, so they're not necessarily the pretty. I mean, a lot of them are wider than they are tall. But <laughs> the knowledge and experience and care mm-hmm. in that club is just. I, I teach there. I teach a rope class there every once a month. I teach. A rope okay. Class at okay. That's probably nice. where you've heard of it. Um, and they're great, great people. I learn most of my chops there, and and I give it back. They don't teach. They don't pay me to teach it. Are we good? What's going on? Uh-oh. Blorp, blorp, blorp. <laughs> the handoff. The handoff. Sorry, I, I was kind I of... I am like, whoo. You're a wise person. I mean, I you're, you're a wise I person. Like, I have to be responsible, but I, and I'm already killing like, whoo. Yeah. Sorry, the reason I was making that face is the Aragon Ballroom where I saw White Zombie. Mm-hmm. It has all the show lineups. February 25th, 1994 was Morbid Angel, Motorhead, and Black Sabbath. Oh, fuck. That's a very wow. um, interesting mix. Or, wow. March 23rd, 1994. Fudge Tunnel, Fear Factory, Clutch Sepultura. Fear Factory? Sepultura? And that's Max Cavalera era. Oh, yeah, 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 Wait, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. last show I went to. Wait, no, that is not she, the last yeah. show I went to. No, Orgy was the last show I went to. Because I saw Fear Factory and um, what's that fucking band called? Um, oh, my God. What the fuck? Something Falls? Shadows Fall? Shadows Fall. Yeah, I saw... That's some new metal stuff. shit right I, there. I, 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 I saw Fear Factory and Shadows Fall... At I forgot the fucking um, venue, but that was like years ago. I, I stopped, yeah, Shadows Fall hasn't attention. toured in forever. Stopped yeah, they were they like, were pl- I, uh, they played with fucking Fear Factory. I like Hailstorm. That's a metal band with a chick singer. They're really fucking cool. And then I started recording it. I was a musician before porn. I was I told you I was in hair bands in the '90s when you shouldn't be in hair bands. <laughs> right? It was, it was unsurprisingly, was not very successful, but we had a great time, and I don't regret those memories. We played like Ozzy and ZZ Top at biker bars in the valley. Made 300 bucks in one tip jar one night. 
which oh, was cool. Oh, shit. That's that was cool. cool. Yeah, but that's you cool. You can't pay your rent with that shit when you split it among four people. That's In true. In the 90s, yeah. you might have been able to. Uh, yeah, the, the 90s Northern. are a little different. I mean, 300 bucks, 90s. Yeah, 300 bucks yeah. now. It's like, well, cool. We're going out for a round of drinks. Yeah, but exactly. But as weird shit comes full circle, the photographer who's friends with the, the chick from the Iron Maidens, um, he turned me on to a home recording. It's a full-on professional studio that can fit in your computer. But Holy it's shit. just like got a mixing board. It looks like a studio. So if you grew up there, it's familiar looking. And I now started recording again. I started playing. I was a guitarist. I know you look at me and say, no way, but I was a guitarist. Uh, and <laughs> I started a- making music for my porn. I started recording music again after fucking decades of like, I quit. I found out I love music, but I hate musicians. Because uh, they're a bunch of stoned idiots who can't even find their own shoelaces. Oh, I, I fully get that. Like, oh, fuck you people. I'm trying to make music here. You know, and I quit. And I, it was a long time. I couldn't even go back. <laughs> but then was the coolest thing. Like, four years after I just walked away from music, my girlfriend, I started to Jones again. She could see my fingers itching. And she bought me rehearsal studio time at a, just a dinky fucking rehearsal studio in Lancashire somewhere. And a bunch of my friends who I knew but had never played music with, she found me a bass player and a drummer and a singer. And we shared like a 20-song playlist a week ahead of time. And then for my birthday, she got me time at this recording studio, rehearsal studio. And we went in and we jammed out. And we're in our 30s now. So we're like embarrassed because there's like kids running around the studio like, are we going to look like fucking idiots here or what? But we went in and we closed the door and we played for like four hours. We had a ball. We had so much fucking fun just playing Metallica, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest over and over and over and over and over again. And then we're done and we pop open the door and there's this like four rows deep pile of teenagers out the door going, are you guys in a band? Are you playing somewhere soon? <laughs> we're like, fuck no, I have never played with these guys before, but thanks. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Come on, that fake it till you so make it. You've cool. been like, we got a show coming up. You guys come see us. Yeah, yeah I should have yeah. said something, but I'm like, I don't, you know, these are my pals. I've never played with them before. But we were playing Ozzy and shit, and it was fucking great. <laughs> oh, fuck. So I guess I got a little of it left, and now I'm recording music as soundtracks for my porn, so eh, whatever. Hey, at least you're Full scratching circle. that itch. Yeah, it feels good to play again. I'm picking at the calluses right now because my fingertips are not what they used to be. <laughs> It's kind of gross. I'm picking calluses all over your floor to eh, whatever. There's worse things that have been spilled there. Probably. Uh, uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm envious of you because I, I wish I had musical talent. That's how I end up managing bands because I can't play a fucking lick. It helps if you're obsessive compulsive and you're willing to practice long enough to get good. And so I, wait, do you play any instruments? I play guitar. Yeah, you play guitar. I, I tried to guitar. learn guitar. I played lead guitar in a bunch of metal bands. I couldn't I fucking do it. The only push. song I could successfully play or remotely successfully play on guitar was 1970 by the Stooges. <laughs> that was well, it. you know what it was? I was in high school and I decided I wanted to learn guitar. And my father, my, I grew up rich. We lost all our money in the recession in the 90s, but I grew up kind of well-to-do. I was in private school and shit. And right before we lost all our money, my, my father bought me a guitar. And before he could even buy me lessons, we ran out of money. But I got measles. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I got the measles. It's fucking stupid, but I did. And I was stuck in a room for two weeks. My parents thought I was going to die. I was like, I just felt, there's a cold and some hives. I'm like, I'll be fine. (laughs) But with nothing better to do, I had like a John Denver songbook. And I just spent two weeks learning to play. So you taught yourself. You yourself taught. nothing better to do. And I got out. I was in boarding school. And this is high school. Uh, <laughs> I got out and I started playing guitar, and girls would like flock to me. Oh, fuck like, yeah. Like, girls dig music. I, you know, I'm a fucking dork. Didn't get laid, still, whole way through high school, didn't get laid, but the girls were in my face, so I kept playing guitar. And that's 
how I got good at guitar. I've dated a few music- musicians mm-hmm. in the past. You we're don't dorks. say. We're in, it for the, we're in it for the girls. <laughs> you don't say, Cruz. Uh, one or two. Yeah. One of them tried to teach me how to play guitar, and I was like, this isn't happening. Another one played drums, metal drums in a bunch of bands, and like uh, tried to teach me, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stick to singing. <laughs> Everybody wants a shortcut, and there's no shortcut. You just put in hours and hours of practice. Yeah, exactly. You have to put in the practice. Guitar was just way too hard for it's me. It's just like typing. It's literally just like typing. Once your fingers know where the letters are, you can talk and type at the same speed. It's like finding the G spot, you know? Once yeah, you know where, once the you know where it is, it's fine. It's about the ridgy spot on the back. Yeah. For me, I, I took drum lessons. I, you know, because my, of course, the group, metalhead group of friends I went to high school with, were, like, yeah. we're forming a band. We need a You're drummer. You're the drummer. <laughs> I'm the drummer. I have a drum set, too. I bought a fucking, oh, uh, the electric uh, electric drums that they have. You killed it. The V drums. Behind you. All right, we got to do one more of these. I got to drive home, so we're going to stop. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> one more. But for me. Mm-hmm. What I, I had a drum kit. I took <coughs> lessons for years. Oh, so you took lessons. Okay. I took lessons. Like, never any good. What <laughs> finally was, you know, stick a fork in me, I was done, was one of my buddies came down, came over to my place, just sat down on my kit and started banging shit out. He had never played a day in his life. Killed compared to me oh, after that's, years of that's, lessons. That's and I'm just like, brutal. I can't do this. I that's just, fucking brutal. I... I've been taking lessons for years. I practice four or five times a week, and I'm just no good at this. But I'm a good Jew, so I've gotten to manage. <laughs> but I'm a good. <laughs> awesome, awesome. No, the I I ran a small label in Chicago, which turned into a kind of more management once I started Man- working with the artists. Without management, you go nowhere. That's true. We never got that far. And. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, the, you know, I ran myself horribly into debt running a label. Sure. That's how that works. But it was really one of those things like, man, I like going to shows. I like music. How can I make money doing this? Yeah. Because I have no talent. So. And the answer is you can't. It's just, hmm. Well, especially because I pressed a bunch of CDs in, you know, the mid-2000s. Right when CDs were no longer viable. Perfect timing. Yeah, no, it was great Perfect timing. timing. Yeah. The, the well, that's like being a hairband in the late 90s when everybody's moving <laughs> over to that's not the music anymore. Put on a fucking Seattle, put on fucking, the grunge, yeah, grunge with your shorts and your toque. <laughs> like, fuck you, what happened? And in fairness, metal at that time was starting to suck cheese in a horrible way, so we deserve to die. <laughs> fucking, there were some bands that was like, oh, we just quit, just stop it. Well, especially stop it on the hair metal. Do you remember Tough Enough? Yes. Like a poison knockoff. That's when you realize metal's gone too far. We Come have on, to, we have to stop. Every band had a ballad. Oh, oh god, oh god. <laughs> and real metal got kind of <laughs> caught in the wash of hair metal going. And Metallica cut their hair, and now they're on K Rock. That's just <laughs> what the fuck is Metallica doing on K Rock? Selling albums are on K Rock. That's selling albums. What is it? the K Rock? Was the station my brother and his flock of seagulls fans listened to? Not where fucking Metallica. That was KNAC. That was, we were at war. Now I'm a grown-up. I'm like, Depeche Mode's actually pretty good. But I never would have said that back then. <laughs> <laughs> right? Couldn't, in high school, I couldn't admit, like, well, Fuck I no. didn't think of it at the time, but I couldn't be like, the Cure's actually not bad. Yeah, no, they're great. I just never would have said it back then. Fuck that. Oh, in high school for me, it's like, if it's not brutal, I'm no, not listening to it. it's Iron Maiden or Judas Priest or Leave Me the Fuck Alone. It's just all. Oh, I used to go to secondhand record stores and just <laughs> buy albums. 
purely on how brutal the the album art was. Right. The album covers, man. Shit. That is one thing that today's youth will never get They'll to never really yeah. not understand. Just watch just them on YouTube or whatever. Literally buying an album based on the artwork. Yeah, it's like a blind date. You're like, this. Looks... I did that too. There was a band called God, I, man, no, nobody will understand that. Not the <sighs> generation today anyway. The time is gone. What and I'm so delighted kids today have the power that they have. The access that I'm, I'm jealous. I'm envious. I think about the recording software I have now. If I had that 20 years ago, I wouldn't have had to dump all that money into con artists who owned recording studios. I could have just done it myself. For fuck's sake, what we're doing right here, right now, would have been physically impossible 20 years ago. Yeah, or cost millions. Right. We would have had to rent studio space. All it cost me was a bottle. I bought the tequila. If you guys don't know that, I brought the tequila in here. And I got you commemorative skull-shaped scotch uh, I like this. You got Everyone has to have a skull-shaped fucking shot. I have one at home. I have a, I have a set at home as well. I, I really appreciate it from... The bottom of my black heart. <laughs> it's not much of a gift, but you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm easy to impress. Okay, good. I'm just actually generally easy. <laughs> yeah. it's, a good, it's a good way to be. It's a good way to be. I think so. I think sure. so. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, this is the coolest podcast. I've been on podcast. This is the coolest podcast I've ever been on. You guys are too awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying your time I'm here. A great Thanks time. for doing the show. Yeah, uh, no, we, we try to have a. I was like, do you even have guys on your show? Because like, and I'm like, Vivid, I'm mo- you can't get on there. It's like we don't want to hear guys. These are for yeah. Truckers. Vivid is different. We used Vivid's to have all we, about we, phone sex for truckers. We, That's but, all they but here's are. the thing, though. Like, I don't do phone sex on my show. Yeah. I don't. I, I won't do it. I, I specifically uh, people listen to my show because they want to listen to what I have to say. However. In the beginning, because Vivid Radio has been around for like almost five years now, and when we first started, we were having male comedians, male guests all the time. But see, it's it's no surprise that a lot of women in porn are flaky, mm. and so part of the reason why a lot of people had male guests is because they're more fucking reliable yeah. than the fucking female Not guests. That we're reliable, we're desperate. But it like got it. To, it, it also got to the point where. Um, where much. Vivid was yeah. like, we're having way too many fucking male guests on here. So then they changed the rules and they were like, you're no longer allowed yeah. to have, you know, whatever. Now, on the other hand, between Vivid and Playboy, I got to tie up and whip Christy Canyon on the air and mm-hmm. give her forced orgasms in bondage, which was a life goal. I'll, I won't lie to you. And she loved it. And I was like, I got the fucking, oh my God. And she was hesitant. She's like, you gotta be, you gotta be good to me. <laughs> and like you're a fucking living legend. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be good to you. So that was cool. And I got to be at Mika Tan had a show for a yeah, while. Yeah, had, had a show. good times on those shows. I met Nikki Hunter that way. That's actually how I met Chris Gore, who was on our podcast. Oh, Chris cool. Gore had done Vivid Radio before when male guests were allowed. Yeah, he had done Mika Tan show, and then I met him, and then you know, then we just kind of. Then he fell in love with you. <laughs> and uh, Debbie Diamond. I got to beat the fuck out of Debbie Diamond's rock hard, oh, indestructible Demi ass. Into that shit, she loves. That. And that—that's how I met Nikki Hunter, who I'm still friends with to this day. We ran into Nikki at Comic Con. We did. And she and I did one of the things I'm most proud of as a as a villain goal. I got to play the devil. I wrote my own video. I very rarely get to write my own shit, and I contributed the money. And Severe Society contributed the space and camera crew, and we co-produced uh, the Devil's Workshop uh, two. Entitled Body and Soul. And Nikki Hunter played a songstress who sold her soul to the devil, me, for a record deal. And oh, we did the whole shit. thing. And I wrote a song and recorded it and she sang it. And it was fucking, oh my God. That was like one of my big triumphs. Please She's, tell me there's a fiddle in it. There's no fiddle. Oh. No, no, no. That would be, uh, that would be a different devil 
song thing. No, this is a heavy metal thing. You should look it up. In fact, if you go SoundCloud, I think it's free. If you go, if you go to YouTube and type in Pro Villain Body and Soul, and you'll find my song. It's on YouTube for, I don't know, because it costs a dollar anyway. Fuck it, I'll just give it out there for free. Uh, and Nikki Hunter sang it. Oh, yeah, because she can sing. She, she can, can sing. She belt, belted that shit. Well, it's available on CD, baby. Yeah, well, if you want to pay for it, but you don't have to. It's on fucking YouTube. Yep, there. I think I got it. Oh, yep. That's it, that's it, that's it. I heard it in your fucking headphones. That was it. Yep, no, it is. We got it. We're just not going to tie up airspace with it. Oh, no, 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 no. But on your own time at home, it's worth it. It's, you know, you could give me a dollar. That'd be lovely, but you don't have to. I don't care. Maybe we'll record it and put it as, you know, post-roll. Yeah, like, and this but is what we're talking about. We did on it on, on DVD, and on DVD, there's still rules. Like, on the internet, there's no fucking rules. Literally, you can do almost anything that Visa doesn't notice. But on a DVD, because it goes through the mail, you can't have bondage and sex in the same scene. Still, to this day, that's true. That's true, because, like, they, I remember Kink, they would, they would have issues before yeah. where, like, they couldn't have a girl bound and being penetrated. You have to remember, they had, I'm from before Kink. I remember no, of when course. Hog Tide yeah, was yeah. the new And then they, had, they would have to cut and be like, we have to untie her now because we can't do Right, because it's yeah. not legal, and the post yeah. office would seize your merchandise. That's how Max Hardcore ended up in yeah. a lot of trouble. But with, it, but with the internet, then they could change a lot of rules, but... So this CD, this DVD was going through the mail. So we did this fantasy thing where she would fuck me in real life as the devil and then go into a bondage, into a dream sequence in, the, in hell where I would tie her up and beat her. And we would like alternate between non-bondage sex scenes and non-sex bondage scenes. Ah. <laughs> ah, very clever. And I got to be the devil. It was really cool. That was a goal. I've been the Joker. I've been the devil. I haven't been Captain Hook. That's still on my list. I want to play Captain Hook. Oh, you got to do that then. You as as a villain, you, you got to. And you I've been Dexter, yeah. which was a huge goal. I always wanted to play Dexter. I did that with Jessica Bangkok, actually. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was filming with her, and, and I kind of sprung it on her, like, would you mind if I murdered you? And she's like, well, you can't get blood in my hair because I have a show later. <laughs> That's really fucking funny. That's yeah. so her, though, right? And I was like, well, I've been watching a lot of Dexter. And she's like, I love that show. You got to use the Saran Wrap and everything. And we did a full-on Dexter parody. So with Saran Wrap and everything? Yeah. The oh, whole thing. shit. Yeah. Shit, shit, shit. And I've been, I've been the Joker. That was, I've been Freddy Krueger a bunch of times. I think I saw is, you as the Joker before. Yeah, my yeah. girlfriend made the coat for me. I have this full-length purple denim Joker coat that she made for me. It's fucking insane. That's awesome. That's fucking awesome. I'm going to try and use it tomorrow, actually, with the sisters. I'm going to make them double minions. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, see how we brought that? It was like comedy gold. We That's brought it amazing. right back. Speaking there. of the Joker, I want to show you something I got from Comic-Con. I saw I, the Comic-Con. I can't wait to see this. Oh. For you, those of you listening at home, he's thumbing through his phone right now. But all I see is the phone and four fingers because I'm on the wrong side of the microphone. <laughs> God damn it, where'd it go? Ah, shit. This is going to be a letdown. Just open the full view of everything instead here, I'll of scrolling. I'll see if I can find a Joker picture on my oh, phone. There's the Comic-Con pics. Scrolling here. There's us. Oh, there it is. God damn it. I had it. There we go. Oh, look at that shit. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. That's a so, great Joker mask. It's Joker's face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool. Let me see that. Oh, there's me and Chanel Preston. Nice. As we... All looks at our phones. On yeah, the we're taking minutes. a phone break here. Bear with us, folks at home. This Looking is more at interesting pictures if you're of the here. Joker, Mr. J. Mr. J. Mr. Oh, Mr. J. Oh, there's Jade Indica. Did you ever work with Jade Indica? She's an East Coast girl. I feel like yes, I have. I did a scene with her for Pissing.com for Kink a long time of ago. Of course, and been pissing sure, and stuff. Yeah. sure, 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 sure. She cool liked kid. it. 
She's a cool <laughs> kid. I like her a lot. I haven't seen her in years. Yeah, she's awesome. Is she still in the business? I don't know. That's a good question. People disappear and they don't tell you. And then they reappear and they don't tell you that either. Well, they want to act like they never left. <laughs> also, yes. <laughs> people, people leave porn a minimum of three times before they're actually gone. Everybody quits at least three times before they leave. Now, I mean, I'm going to die and still produce content after my death, I'm pretty sure. But. Well, you're more of a content producer than a performer, that's why. I consider myself to be more of a performer, but the truth is I'm more of a producer. I, uh, I just don't have any money, so I don't think of myself as a producer. I'm talent that has to self-produce to survive. But, but you like, also have your own website and all that. I do, and a so clips for sale store. You technically do produce your own stuff, I do, though. technically, yeah. but I'm the new paradigm. This is, this is the model. All talent self-produces or they die. Because Vivid's shut down. All the big companies are not producing anymore. True, true. true. The business true. is nothing like it used to be it's 10 not. years ago, 15 years ago. Five but, years ago, shit. But yeah. you've got OnlyFans and you've got all these nifty new apps where girls can just interact directly with their fans. It's the same thing that happened to music is now happening to porn. Yeah, it's like the record companies are dead. EMI and Tower and all those. When's the last yeah, time? Yeah, because everybody's into just pirating store? everything. But the musicians are still doing fine because their fans are paying to see them, and their fans are paying to see. That's live true. Broadcasts. That's true. That's true. And that's all I care about. If the, if the record companies die, fuck them. Good riddance. They killed most of us. But if the musicians survive, fuck yeah. That's how it should be. And the same thing's happening to porn. Well, God, what's fucked I'm up? So happy. What's fucked up in the music industry is a lot of record companies as that do exist are now taking a part of. The band's touring money, which, which they, they never, never used to do. Yeah, never used to do. That was always the deal. We're gonna steal all of your record sales, but you get to sell T-shirts on your yeah, tour. Yeah, like you get pennies for your albums, but yeah, yeah touring—that's all you. Yeah, and then and then now they're taking the tour. Fuck that shit. You don't need them anymore. You can self-produce on your laptop any bit as good as fucking EMI or Tower. Or any of those other fuckers can do for you. Well, it's not so much the production value. I feel it's the promotional machine behind. That's a matter of doing well and having a couple people say so and going viral. It's still a, a huge amount of luck, of well, course. But what did you just say earlier about musicians? They're all flakes. <laughs> and that's exactly why they need the promotion machine uh, behind them. <laughs> okay, well, there's some truth to that. I know. That, uh, no, I can't. You're one right. of the bands that was signed to my label literally had two guys that were working as mechanics as day jobs. Uh-huh. They couldn't get their van running well enough to do a regional tour. And their mechanics. Yeah. That's pretty embarrassing. I booked them out for a two-week tour from Chicago to Colorado to back. Wow. And they backed out of it. Because the van was broken. A week and a half before they were supposed to leave because the van wasn't up and running with two fucking working mechanics in the band. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I lost my shit. That's why I quit. I can't stand you people anymore. It's like... The last band I was in was a cover band. We we played ZZ Top and it, fucking Maiden and Metallica, and we just, we played biker music at biker bars and we're making good money at it. And then of course they're like, we need to go all original and make an album and sell it. I'm like, I've been there. You're gonna sit in an empty club on Melrose singing to the other singer's girlfriend. Fucking Dave Geffen's not in the audience for that. They know us right now. We're making money. And they're like, fuck you. We got and they fired me. I'm like, that's it. I'm done. Well, the, the crazy thing <laughs> for me was I dealt with bands in Chicago who felt like, oh, yeah, David Geffen, the equivalent of David Geffen's going to walk in the door and see us in some local fucking venues. In, in, fucking, in L.A., that could happen. Uh, it's very unlikely, but it could happen. In Chicago? Not going to happen. No. It will never fucking happen. 
No, but if the fans start to like you and start to request you, you get paid. And well-paid, known bands are the ones that Dave Geffen's actually looking for, or the equivalent. He's gone, you know, but the, the equivalent thereof. And they wouldn't listen to me. I'm like, oh, you don't want to do this. You want to, do you want Cinderella? Like, never mind. <laughs> go make porn. I'm actually making better money that way. Yeah. So, whatever. Speaking of the self-production in porn, I had a buddy of mine who's, you know, does B-movies, shit like that. He's like, uh, I think I want to get into porn, man. I'm like, why? Why? It's <laughs> like, so, do you think someone would hire me? I'm like, you're better off just producing your own content. Yeah, no shit. Nobody's going to hire you, and you could do better on your own. And Especially because he knows how to make film. Yeah, and that's... And, and I hate it when people say, how do I get into porn? Because they just want to fuck porn stars. Like, you have no idea how hard the job is. No, I, for him, I honestly don't think he wants to fuck porn stars. I feel he just wants to find any way possible to fund what he wants to do. Well, fair enough. And if you have a performer mindset, you can do well in this job. But so many people are just like, I want your job. Like, no, you don't. Oh, that's the reason I've never desired to be male talent. I've had so many civilian friends over the years be like, you're so involved in the industry. You know so many people. Why have you never wanted to perform? Like, I know what goes into that job, and I want no part of it. It's a hard job. It's a hard job. I love my job. I won't shit you about that. I love my job. But I've been a performance nut and a theater kid for well before I hit puberty. And I know how to work a crowd or a camera. And I'm aware of camera angles and lighting and shit. And that you need to be thinking about that while staying hard. And it's not a balloon you could just blow it up. It's hard work. It is, right? Yeah, you, oh, for sure. What is the single biggest complaint of all female talent ever? Male <laughs> talent. They're terrible. Uh, yeah, I guess. Right? Sometimes. Am I wrong? I mean, because male, t- it's a hard job. Well, for me, I wasn't sure, A, I could I, actually do the job, and B, I like choosing who I fuck. Sometimes I make bad choices, but I like to choose who choices. I fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't get to choose. I kind of get to choose, but not really. I mean, I feel like being, having been in the business for 14 years, there have been a few instances where guys kind of annoyed me because they either couldn't keep it up or, you know... Or were big jerks or showed up drunk or whatever. Or they had their own issues where I'm like, what the fuck is your deal? Um, But I mean, it kind of goes... There's a lot of women that I had issues with too, though, that showed up, fucked up, and I'm like, what the fuck? I've been very fortunate. I can count about three women I wish I hadn't had to work with in 21 years. Mm -hmm. But mostly it's been a really good ride. It's it's male talent and agents are -hmm. the things that most people complain. If you have a good agent, that's the best thing you can have. If you have a bad agent, that's the worst thing you're going to have. That's true. Right? So. Well. Anyway. Anywho, we got a little inside baseball. <laughs> a tad. Oh my god, I don't even know where we are anymore. It happens. It it happens on the show. There. It's yeah. an organic conversation. We're exactly we're going places. Exactly. I'm hoping people listen to this and like it. I'm mostly just here for the booze and to hang booze out in the company. Yeah. You guys are great. This is so much fun. That's all we ask. I mean, this is so much fun. When you ask, like, do you guys do you have dudes on? Like, of course, we have dudes on. We want to have people on that we find are interesting. Hopefully the audience connects with them, but really it's about who we find are I'm doing my best to entertain you. And if it doesn't work, I brought tequila. So either way. <laughs> I'm entertained. Yeah. <laughs> especially because there's tequila. Well, not it especially helps. because there's tequila, but it helps. Not only because. All right. I have one toast. Is my real toast. That is my only toast is to the good stuff and to the people we're drinking it with. Salud. Salud. Shot number, I don't know. We lost track. I'm I not stopped gonna counting. Lie. 
Oh, wait, so what shot is this? I ran out of fingers. Oh, that is tasty. Ah, yummy. I'm bummed. The bottle is going to survive the episode. Well, we're responsible drinkers. Yeah. I don't drink nearly as much as my Twitter timeline would suggest that I do. I put I the fifth really on that. really good shelf in moderation. Because I got to drive, and I really love my car, and I don't want to smash it in or anything. Yeah, we both need to be responsible. I have shit to do after I leave here. Like, important shit that I have to do when I leave here, so. Mm. And Uh, you can't get into an accident. I just got to get home alive and apologize to my sweetie for my horrible breath. (laughs) (laughs) I love my sweetie. She's... Okay, I'm going to go on just a little bit about my sweetie. She retired from porn more than, like, 15, I think, years Are you allowed to say her stage name? Uh, sure. Her name, uh, when she was a fetish performer, and this was before rhymeswithstink.com, mm-hmm. this was in the VHS 1990s. Wow. Uh, her fetish name was Dorothy Lane. Look okay. her up. She was one of the, for a while, she was one of the top five bondage and feet and tickling. Wow. She never had sex on camera. You didn't back then. You were either fetish or sex. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say back then it was very different. Like if you did yeah. fetish, you were you were in the fetish scene and there was not necessarily We used hardcore. to call it crossover didn't mean gay straight. Crossover meant that you got fetish and sex at that time. And then, uh, but she, she worked for about six years from 96 to about 02. When there was I big think. money. Big oh, fucking no. money. Not for us, no. Fetish didn't make money. Fetish is always, like, is always, it's always been less money than regular Less hardcore. money, but more consistent. Exactly. Exactly. More I, consistent than I feel like hardcore. fetish is making better money these days. Now it's making better money as mainstream dies under their own weight because of certain people's stupid-ass strategic marketing decisions to flood the world with free porn. That was stupid. I'm still doing fine. I'm paying my bills. I'm never going to be rich, but I'm never going to go under. Anyway, uh, where was I? Okay, my sweetie. So she retired. Yeah. She went back to school. She became a professor. She's wow. A soci- she's a sociology, gender studies, women's studies professor. Holy shit. At a variety of colleges. Uh, she's a force of nature. She's an amazing, amazing woman. I'm very honored to get to be with her. We've been poly since before that was a word. Um, oh yeah from the beginning yeah I feel like Polly just recently surfaced like just like everything mm-hmm. else you know like everybody else that like oh I'm as not as a trendy queer, word I'm pansexual like and yeah. oh I'm Polly like I was a swinger and in open relationships long before that fucking term became a thing yeah we, we met in 95 and we're like wouldn't it be better to just have sex with your friends and just have a circle of friends that you fuck and this is before even people said friends with benefits and we're like that's kind of what I want 22 years later we have a house and <laughs> that's amazing though because that's that proves awesome. that proves that like it works relationships it works way works. better a lot of people feel like couples. it doesn't you know what the I mean track like, record is such and people after people like I could never do that I could never do that and like you're insulting me to my face well really you're insulting yourself because you're saying you can't do something that I can what people need to wrap their brain around is what's wrong with if you care about somebody them getting physical pleasure that wanting their happiness. Right. Not to the exclusion of your own, but recognizing that your best happiness is them being happy. Would you be jealous of them eating a delicious steak and being really happy about that? And I love it when, when, when supposedly non-monogamous you know, monogamous people say, don't you get jealous? I'm like, oh, because monogamous people don't get jealous? Is that what you're telling me right yeah. now? <laughs> That's true. That's actually very true. What the That's everlasting so fuck? Monogamous people get way more jealous because we actually talk about our shit. 
yes, I get jealous. She has other boyfriends. And when I meet them, there's always that moment that there's a caveman in my stomach that goes, oh, that's my woman. And he comes out and he gets angry for a second, then he goes away. And then I'm just happy for her. She has somebody who does things that maybe I don't do. Like if she's dating, a, for example, another college professor, they can talk deep college philosophy and I can't because I don't know that shit. I can only be happy for her that she has more than one kind of friend that does more than one kind of good thing for her. I mean, for me, it's always, who come? Who do you come home to? Yeah. That, that's I mean, my point of pride. It's like, as long as you're coming home to me, I'm not down with being backburnered. I look at it as you could leave me at any time if I fuck up bad enough for you to leave me. That has nothing to do with who else you're fucking. It has to do with if I fuck up badly. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's 100%. For you sure. could leave me if I become a dick, so I'm going to do my best not to do that. And I don't care who else you're seeing. How you feel about someone else will never change how you feel about me. How I feel about... I mentioned Cupcake Sinclair. I love her. She's an amazing, wonderful woman. I feel very deeply about her. That doesn't change how I feel about my sweetie. Yeah. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. No, more not at all. best friend, too. I love Italian food. I love Mexican food. No matter how much I love Italian food, will not change how I feel about Mexican food. Duh. Duh. I'm hungry, by the way. I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish. Damn I tequila. I'm, yeah, I need I'm really meatballs. hungry. I'm probably gonna go home and eat, and then <laughs> do my shit. I need meatballs. We should have ordered and... something. Ah, but it's okay. I'm gonna eat when I go home. <laughs> I made an artisan pizza the other day. I make homemade pizza. It was, it was nice. Badass. That sounds amazing. But it's all gone, so I shouldn't have mentioned it. Yeah, that was kind of cruel. Now I want pizza, and it's not there. Yeah, I want pizza now, too. Oh, well. Fuck. So I think we're going to call last call so we can get food. Oh, my God. It's last call. Right, I got to drive, but I'm not going to pass up last call. Oh, my God. This well, is me it's last call. Opening the bottle. For last call. That was the bottle. One last shot on Picking the Picking up road. Matt's glass. Pouring tequila into Matt's Pouring glass. tequila yes. into it. Mm-hmm. Picking up Annie's glass. Mm-hmm. That's Annie's glass. And here's mine. Because I'm not going to miss this opportunity. <laughs> One more for the road. It's okay. All right. Well, cheers, guys. I can't thank you guys enough. This has oh. been such a great time. No, this was a great episode. Thank you so really much for, thank you for joining yeah, us. Yeah, thank you for All joining right. us. I'm gonna cheers. Call, I'm going to call Cupcake on my way home and tell her you got to come on the yeah, show. No, yeah, no, totally. Please, I would please. love to have her on the show. Tell them sure. about how you ate your leg that time. Oh, I really, yeah, that sounds 100%. way too fascinating. I need, we need to have her on the show. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers, motherfucker. Woo. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, hell well, no. it is last call, so where can we find you online? Uh, Provillain.com, and please spell it correctly. I know that people don't care about that shit, but villain is not a word. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> A-I-N, you stupid bastard. I'm That's sorry we killed annoying. your education system. It's not Provillain, you shit. I'm Provillain on Twitter. I'm Provillain on FetLife. My website is Provillain. I try to be professional villain. I'm the bad guy that ties up the girl. Real quick before I or Cruz does our social media. Yeah. Do you have prop train tracks that you can tie girls to? That's still a goal of mine as to tie I a meant girl. to ask. That would be literally tie a girl amazing, to the train tracks. Lorelai, uh, not Lorelai up, uh, not Lorelai Lee, but there's a Lorelai down here in LA uh, mm-hmm. who runs bedroombondage.com who is one of my mentors and guiding light in my universe. She got tied to train tracks by her boyfriend, John, who runs AmericanDamsels.com. Oh, yeah. And I Ameri- will forever okay. envy them for that. But I haven't done it yet. That's, the day will come. 
I mean, it shouldn't be that hard of a you know set piece to build. No, no, they did it with real train tracks. Oh, really? Yeah. Right before they cleaned out the red line in uh, the valley, there were still train tracks in the middle of a bunch of streets that didn't go anywhere, and they found a secluded set of train tracks that she put on a fucking Penelope dress, and he had the cloak and the top hat and the fucking mustache. That's amazing. They filmed it in Fuck black and white yes. with a fucking piano in the background. I'm like, I will never be this cool. That's amazing. I will never be as cool That's as you guys. That's fucking amazing. Shit. I got Mika Tan baked me a birthday cake and put a train track and a Barbie tied to it on the cake. Okay, but that's, that's as close cute. as I've ever That's done. fucking awesome. That's cute. That's really cute. So oh. when that happens, I'll come back and tell you about it. You have to. All right. Please tell me about <laughs> it. Pro villain, ladies and gentlemen. Slayer, where can we find you? You can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter. Matt Slayer on Instagram. Matt Slayer on Snapchat. Matt F and Slayer on Facebook. Matt F and Slayer. Uh, I think that's all of them. Did I say Matt Slayer on Instagram? Yes, you did. Moss Tequila. And you can find me at Annie Fucking Cruise on Twitter, at Annie Fucking Cruise on Snapchat, at Annie Cruise on Instagram, Miss Annie Cruise on Facebook, and of course, AnnieCruise.com for business, AnnieFuckingCruise.com for pleasure. Of course, you can find Woo. us at And Now We Drink on Twitter, at And Now We Drink underscore on Instagram, and of course, And Now We Drink.com. And holy shit, I want food. <laughs> yeah, I'm so Cruise hungry. wants food, but before that, Please, jump on iTunes, rate us five stars. Give us some good reviews and we'll love you forever. We love that shit. Helps bring us to the top of the fucking charts. Brings more drinking buddies into the show. Helps expand, you know, people we get to drink with. So give us some love and we'll give love back. Thanks, you guys. This was fucking awesome. Salud.